The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Ames High Gymnasium alongside Kevin O'Hare. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for the girls and boys basketball doubleheader, Dowling at Ames here at the Ames Gym. And uh, Kevin O'Hare joins me tonight. And, uh, Kevin, as we look at uh, this match between Dowling and Ames, it's been all Dowling and the girls' battle, at least as of of late. Uh, Earlier this year, Dowling defeated Ames 78-57 back on January 20th. That was the... I believe the only game Dowling had that was uh, moved due to the weather. It was supposed to be on a Friday night. It ended up being on January 20th. So about two, three weeks ago, these two te- or almost a month ago, excuse me, these two teams played. But last year, Dowling won both games against Ames, and uh, the Maroons win or lead this series 13 to three. And uh, the Dowling girls have won four in a row over the Ames Little Cyclone gals. So sometimes. You know, that's, that's just kind of the nuts and bolts of this history, but these two teams are both uh, going on to the postseason and both have a first-round bye. Ames comes in with a record of 10-10, and 10, and they are the number 13 seed in the tournament, and they will open up play in their regional uh, against uh, the winner of Sioux City North and Sioux City West on Wednesday. They will host the winner of that game. On the other side of the bracket, Waukee awaits, and Waukee has four dodge in their first-round game, so... Uh, this is an Ames team that under Coach Joel Sullivan, who's been here for forever, it seems like, 19 years here at Ames, got a pretty good program, has some pretty good athletes, and Dowling's just been uh, very fortunate in the girls' play to uh, uh, run off four in a row against them. Yeah, and I know they're kind of led by the Caroline, Caroline Wadey, one of the guards, and I see she's only a junior here, but I, I think she's getting some college looks if she already hasn't even determined that. Um, and I know they have a couple other players that they, they lean on a lot uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so I'm excited to see her play. I'm excited to see her match up with Caitlin a little bit if they match up together and uh, kind of see that one-on-one battle when they have their, their moments. Yeah, Ames has uh, three players that average double figures. Carolyn Wade, as you mentioned, averaging 17.5 points. And uh, Ashley Iams uh, averaging 13.5. She did not play in their last game with Marshalltown, sat out that game, but she is going to be playing tonight. And Tegan Lipsy from the infamous Lipsy clan. Yeah. Uh, she is the older sister of the young man who will not be playing this year out with that ACL uh, t- uh, for Ames. But uh, she uh, brings a 10.5.8 rebound average to the contest. And uh, those three are definite foes, and that will give Dowling problems up front with uh, the Maroons lineup, especially with, uh, you know, Grace Gaber, Nai Tong, and uh, Emma Gipple. Those three will match up. And, of course, Caitlin might get one of them too. She'll be uh, battling in there. Yeah, and I know, like you mentioned, Coach Sullivan does a great job. I would say this probably has to be one of the most underrated 10-10 and 10 teams. Uh, I'm sure they played a, a really stiff competition. Oh, yeah, they're uh, in the CIML. <laughs> right, so uh, don't let that 10-10 and 10 record fool you by any means. Let's take a look at uh, tonight's games in the Central Iowa Metro League. This is the last night of girl-boy doubleheaders. In the Central Conference up here at Ames, it's uh, number two Dowling taking on number 13 Ames in the girls' contest. Boys to follow. Uh, Urbandale, third rank or tenth ranked in girls' play, uh, travels to twelfth ranked Ankeny Centennial. Uh, Johnson, who is third ranked, travels to Ankeny, and these are all girl boy doubleheaders. In the Iowa Conference is uh, number two Southeast Polk girls at number eleven Valley tonight. Marshalltown at uh, Waukee, the Waukee girls ranked fifth. 
Fort Dodge is at Mason City. Metro Conference play has a tumble at Roosevelt, east at Hoover, and Lincoln is at North. Uh, so no teams in the league have a, a bye tonight. Tomorrow, a Saturday game, number one, City High of Iowa City travels to number four, Waukee, and that game will be played at the Waukee Gym beginning at 5.30. So that's a look at uh, uh, CIML battle. And, yeah, you mentioned, uh, in, matter of fact, Kevin, you've got the uh, the list of games, and you look at uh, what the Ames girls have been through. They went 5-3 and three before the Christmas break, and now they're 5-7 and seven since the break, thus 10-10 and 10 now. And they don't play a soft schedule. If, if you're not playing a CIML team within your conference, by the way, in girls' play last year, four of the six teams qualified for state out of the CIML Central Conference. You go outside the league, and you have teams like Valley, Waukee, Southeast Pope, yeah. and Johnson, or rather, uh, and Ames that qualify. Yeah, and if you look at some of their games here, you know, they don't have too many losses that are, you know, with the exception of us, when we played them uh, back in... January what? 20th. January 20th. Yeah. That was their most lopsided loss that they've had in a very long time. And as I kind of look through their roster and do the eye test, you know, it looks like they lack size a little bit. And, and they've got some girls, that I, they've got two girls it looks like that are six foot and six foot one. Um, but other than that, you're looking at a smaller team. So I'll be curious to see how they defend... You know, Nye, for example, on our, on our end, and, and the Bull Girl on our end, and some of these other taller girls on our end. Sure. It'll be an interesting little matchups. It certainly will. Then the bench comes into play. Ames goes three deep into their bench. Dowling will go four deep with uh, Brianna Rodriguez, Meg Simplot, Julia Moore, and Alexi Bowles. They'll rotate in throughout the contest. And uh, the good thing about Dowling, they got Ella McVeigh back. She back from her hamstring injury. She missed a couple games, came back. And she really has started to hit that uh, three-point shot, especially late in the game where uh, her defender kind of sags off her to help somebody else, mainly Clark. And Ella's been wide open. They found her, and she's knocked down some threes here lately. Yeah, I think some of these these girls for Dowling, these role players have come on huge over the last month. And uh, Kaylin's going to see plenty of double and triple teams, and it's going to be key that some of these girls knock down shots. You know Gaber's always going to be there and be available to shoot some shots, but whether it be Ella or Julia Moore, or uh, even Gipple, who's, uh, who's stepped out a lot more this year, uh, to hit some shots is going to be key. Well, it certainly will. Let's take a look at our starting lineups before we uh, have them introduced here to the Ames folks. Uh, first of all, for the visitors of Dowling Catholic, the head coach is Kristen Meyer in her fourth year, 73 wins, 20 losses here at Dowling. The Maroons come in with a record of 17-3 and overall, ranked number two by the Girls' Union, 8-1 and in Central Conference play. They're tied with Johnson going into the final night of the regular season. And Coach Meyer, assisted by Joel Danner and Scott Babinat. The JV1 coaches are Tom Donahue and Lisa Morrissey-Smith. And the JV2 coaches for Dowling are Jonathan Vanderaw and Logan Greiner. And starting for Dowling at one guard, Ella McVeigh. McVeigh, a 5'6", junior, averaging four points, two and a half rebounds. She'll wear number one. The other guard is Caitlin Clark. Leads leads the team in like five or six categories, if you will. Caitlin is a 5'11", senior, on her way to the University of Iowa, averaging 34.5 points, eight rebounds, four assists. 52 steals, those are all team best, as is 73 made three-pointers and shooting 81% from the free-throw line. Clark award number 11. The third guard is Emma Gipple. Gipple, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging five points, five rebounds, award number 23. At one forward for the Maroons is Grace Gaber. Gaber, a 5'11 senior, averaging nine points on the season and is second on the team with 47 made three. She'll wear number 31. And at center, the uh, St. Louis University product next year, and that's Nye Tong, a 6'1 senior, averaging four and a half points and five rebounds. So, again, for Dowling, McVeigh, Clark, and Gipple, the three guards with Gaber 
and Tong in the middle. And the Maroons come in averaging 72.5 points on offense. They give up 51 points on defense. And Dowling comes in winning 11 of the last 12 games. Their only loss was to number one, City High of Iowa City, 75-73 back on February 1st. And now for the Ames Little Cyclones. The longtime head coach is Joel Sullivan in his 19th year. 279 wins and 158 losses. He's assisted by Chuck Stevens, Michelle Graw, Mike Orr, Alexis Ellie, and Scott Uthy. And the Little Cyclones will start this lineup at one guard, Brooks Spragans. Spragans, a 5'9 junior, averaging 6.5 points. She'll wear number three. The other guard is Caroline Waite, a 5'4 junior, averaging 17.5 points and three assists. She'll wear number four. She leads the team with 56 made threes. And the third guard is Morgan Seibert. Seibert, a 5'7 senior, averaging 2.5 points in the season, wears number 11. One forward is Tegan Lipsy. Lipsy, a 5'9 senior, averaging 10.5 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and leads the team with 47 steals. She wore number 22. And the other forward is Ashley Iams. Iams, a 6'1 junior, averaging 13.5 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. She leads the team with 21 blocks, and she'll wear number 42. She is also second on the team in three-point baskets made with 53. So again for Ames, it's Spragans, Waite, and Seibert, the three guards, Lipsy, and Iams in the post. Ames comes in averaging uh, 54.5 points on offense. They give up just over 50 points on defense, and they've lost four of their last six games and four in a row to Dowling Catholic. So that is the tell of the tape. It's Dowling and Ames, the girls' game coming up. We'll take a break here in Iowa Catholic Radio, but first a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School, Father Ryan Andrew. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. David Beltram is our studio producer. And coming up the tip-off, it's Dowling and Ames from Ames High School tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.
International Anthem being performed here at the Ames High Gymnasium. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadeo as we get set for the girls' contest between Dowling and Ames tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Glad you could join us on this St. Valentine's Day evening. Hope you had a great day. It was a very chilly day for our folks that are listening on the World Wide Web or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Temperature got up to 20 degrees today after yesterday going to work. It was 10 below on Thursday. Your game got canceled up here due to the cold because Ames canceled school. Went home last night. It ended up being a one below zero, so we didn't get out of the uh, negative digits. But today we got in the lower 20s. The sun was out. Nice drive up here to Ames and clear skies. And we got 40s tomorrow, Kevin. You might have to have practice tomorrow morning outside of Dowling. The next outdoors. two days are going to be really, really <laughs> nice. Our officials, you might have heard us talking about them earlier, and they'll be uh, calling the, the game tonight. Our lead official is uh, Scott Cook. He will toss the ball up. I said anybody but Joey Townsell throwing the ball up in the air because Lee Scott will throw it up straight. Uh, but Joey Townsell and uh, uh, Dave Suther are round out our three, three-man three officiating crew, and they'll stick around. They do a good enough job. We'll keep it for the boys' game too. But uh, we like these guys, and, hey, we're always looking for new officials, especially these coaches that uh, sometimes are uh, out here. They, they're, they've got a pretty good whistle too, and now we're underway. Good, to- good toss that time by our uh, lead official tonight as uh, Cook tossed in the air. And his tip is controlled by Dowling and Nye Ty. They'll swing underneath the Nye. Inside, they work it to the left wing, and she can't get a shot off. And now to McVeigh for three, top of the key. It's off the back iron. Just too strong, no good. Had the right height, and a rebound out to Ames. And we're underway, Dowling and Ames. Ames in their home white uniforms with uh, black numbers and a little bit of that red trim. And Dowling in their all maroon uniforms with white numbers and trim. Yeah, first thing I noticed on Dowling's first possession is Ames was face-guarding Kaylin Clark. So, again, I'm sure she's seen it before, but it's just interesting to see how other teams try to defend her. Seen the triangle in one, boxing, boxing one, triangle in two, man-to-man, a lot of help, uh, uh, a man defense with uh, everybody helping. And now Ames works on the baseline, a shot up and no good. Ball might have been blocked, but they're going to whistle a foul, and I think it would be on Gaber. Yeah, look, looks like she got her on the wrist and... Uh, so Grace will pick up the first foul of the game. Ashley Iams is going to head to the line for two shots. So Iams, a 6'1 junior, going to the line, 84% free throw shooter, and one of the top free throw shooters on the team. And hits the first, gives Ames a one nothing lead. He joined us late. The Dowling Boys sophomore team won the early game here, 56-54 over Ames, to keep their record undefeated at 19-0. Second free throw good, and it's 2 to nothing Ames. Here in the first quarter. Yeah, those look pretty fluid from uh, one of their centers hitting those shots. Kaitlin's going to step back for a pull-up three. Off the back iron, no good. Rebound, Gipple, and a put back up and good with the left hand as she got loose for the offensive glass here, Kevin. Emma Gipple reminds me of, a, again, the, the poor man's Dennis Rodman. She's everywhere the ball is on the glass. Oh, shot no good by Ames. That was Caroline Waite with the miss, but good hustle that time by Tegan Lipsy. And she draws a foul on Nai Tong, so Dowling immediately gets two fouls here in the first uh, minute and a half. I see they're also putting Caitlin in a lot of ball screen defense, so they're trying to make her guard off the ball, or excuse me, on the ball. And uh, Carolyn Waite, is, uh, she's going to be a tough one to handle. They're going to have to keep her in front of her tonight. This will be a non-shooting foul. They lob it underneath. A, a shot up and good off the glass by Ashley Iam. She has all four. Of Ames points, 4-0 Little Cyclones. Yeah, good little sideline out-of-bounds play there for her. Dowling hasn't played in a week. The Maroons' last win was Urbandale on senior night. Ames got a win the other night. They won at Marshalltown 67-37. Maroons work underneath. Triple team is Clark. 
Now she dribbles out of it from the left block. Now a long three up and good by Caitlin Clark right in front of the Ames student section. So that was pretty unreal. For those of you listening at home, she was in the post. Posting up, she got triple team. She dribbled out of it, did a little spin, hit a three on the wing. And it's 5-4 uh, to four, Dowling with the lead. As Clark with a three and Gipple hit the two-point basket. Ames lobs into Iams right block. Give and go back to Lipsy. Her shot no good. Ball slapped around out of bounds off of Lipsy. So it'll be Dowling basketball. Yeah, good defense by the Maroons right there. Kept everybody in front of them. Uh, a good offense ran by actually by Ames, too. She just missed a, a, floaty, a floater. We get a break here. We'll, we'll bring that up, Kevin. Maroons, this is their longest stretch where they haven't played. They had a week off. It was scheduled that way. And now here's Clark at the free throw line. Her shot goes in and out and finally goes through. And Caitlin with her fifth point got it to fall. And it's 7-4 to four, Dowling by three. Yeah, they're running Caitlin out of the post a lot uh, here in the first three minutes. That's kind of how they're running the offense. Emma Gipple's bringing the ball up the floor, and Caitlin's posting, and they're running it from there. Clark picks up the foul. That's her first. So the third team foul on Dowling. A substitution is now for Ames. Kennedy White will check in, a six-foot freshman, averaging uh, two-and-a-half points and three rebounds off the bench. She checks into the little Cyclones lineup. They get a little bit taller as uh, Morgan Seibert will sit down, number 11. Cyclones with it. They go left to right. We are broadcasting right across from the scorer's table here at Ames. We are courtside along with our good friends at KASI Radio. Long three coming. It's no good by Iams. Rebound Dowling and Gipple. Outlet pass goes to Clark. Show launch the three from the volleyball line. It's no good. Ball slapped around and it went off of Lipsy as uh, Nai Tong swiped it away, but it went off of uh, Tegan Lipsy out of bounds to Dowling. Yeah, uh, Caitlin came across half court, took a dribble, and pulled up. Shot actually looked good, but a great job by Nye to get that offensive rebound to get knocked out of bounds. Maroons working inside to Gipple. Her shot up no good. It's short. Fight for the rebound, and good hustle that time by McVeigh. She saves it, but right into the hands of Ames, and now in transition here. Wait for three. Good! The smallest gal on the court, Caroline Wade, hits the first three of the night for Ames. And it's tied at seven. Dowling and Ames, 445 remaining, first quarter. Yeah, she looks good in the first three minutes. Uh... Caitlin's going to come off the dribble here. Gets in the corner to McVeigh. Nearly threw it away. McVeigh in the right corner. Now dribbles out of the baseline. Between the circles to Gipple. They swing it to the left side. This is Gaber. Gaber guarded by Lipsy. Right side it goes to Gipple. Gets the Nightong. Backdoor cut by Clark. And she hits the deck as she collided with Brooke Spragans. Out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Yeah, Clark did a good job there with the back cut. She's obviously got a lot of eyes on her right now, though, so they're leaving Gipple open at the top, see if she can shoot some shots. They run the the high-low with Tong and uh, Clark, and now Clark on the inbounds play, launches a three right wing. It's no good, and the rebound aims. Tied at seven, 4.15 remaining. I'll pull up jumper, good, and Wade is starting to heat up. She's got five points for eight. After Iams got the first four, Iams has the next five. It's 9-7 Little Cyclones. Yeah, good little ball screen there to set her up for a pull-up jumper off the free throw line. Runes in the front court. They go right to left in front of us. Here's Clark at the right elbow. Face the basket. Leaves it for Gipple. Now to Gaber, rather, for three. It's no good. Fight for the rebound and taken away by Iams as she out-hustled Gipple there on the weak side. Yeah, we'll see what they do here, if they're going to put Caitlin in another ball screen or not. And here it comes. With it is Waite. Dribbles around over to the left side. Launch the three again. It's no good. And the rebound, Gipple. Outlet pass to Clark. Clark has numbers. Dribbles in the lane. Spins in the lane. Shot up and no good and drew the foul. Kennedy White may pick up the foul, and I believe she did. Let's see, says uh, our referee. 
Scott Cook, and it is on White, her first. Yeah, I can tell you right now, if Dowling can get out in transition like they just did there, it's going to be really tough for Ames to stop them. Now, if Ames can keep them in a half-court game, that's probably going to uh, work to Ames' advantage a little better. Clark's free throw is no good. And a reminder, all made baskets are sponsored by Tamiya and Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street in Des Moines, 515-282-7976. Caitlin hit the first Tamiya and Sons three-pointer of the night. Second free throw is good. So Caitlin tonight with six points. And it's 9-8, to eight, aims by one with three and a half minutes remaining. First quarter in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader, the final night of the doubleheaders here of the uh, regular season as we'll start boys play next week. And then the girls start their postseason next Saturday. Now Ames with the ball, a pass by Spragans, got loose on the floor as the ball deflected, almost went out of bounds and saved underneath by Lipsy as Ames keeps the possession alive as Lexi Bowles in the lineup for Dowling, number 55, a 6'1 junior. Yeah, Dowling entered Julia Moore, too, a freshman who's a really good defender. They've got her on Caroline Wait out of the gate, but Caroline was able to get her down on the post and do a little uh, fadeaway on her. Wait with her seventh point, all five feet, four inches of her, and just a junior. She is a player. 11 to 8, aims by three. Dowling with the ball, bowls with it. Back out to Clark. Ames' largest lead has been four. Dowling's largest lead has been three here in the first quarter. Gaber with it. Ames staying in that uh, man to man. Moore for three, it's no good. Clark, weak side rebound as she got inside position on Spragans. Launched the three right in front of the crowd. Good. Right in front of the student body. She launches it. And another to me in Suns three-pointer for Caitlin Clark. Yeah, I tell you, if you're Gardner, you got to be on your toes because she'll lull you to sleep, and then before you know it, boom. It's the left corner tonight. That's where the Ames student section is, and that's to our left. Tied at 11, Dowling and Ames. Two minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Here's Lipsy. Dribbles in a lane. Cut off by Clark. Nice help by Bowles. And now here's Waite with it. Working against Moore, can't get the shot off. Now a dribble handoff from Iams to, to wait In the lane, a shot over. Bowles is good. How about that? Caroline Waite with her seventh point. I've heard a lot about this Waite girl. I have never seen her play, but my gosh, eight, seven minutes in, she's unreal. Six nine, minutes in, she's unreal. Yeah, nine points for Waite, and it's 13 to 11. Small but mighty, is that what they say? Yeah, aims by two. Here they get it inside to Clark on the left block. She's double teamed, kicks it out to Gaber for three, up, and no good. And the ball is out of bounds, and they give it to Ames with a minute 24 remaining here in the first quarter. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. Along with Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Emmerdale. Glad you could join us tonight. David Beltram is our studio producer. And we've got about a minute and ten remaining here in the first quarter. Ames leads Dowling 13-11. to This is the uh, second game as they play each other twice. Dowling defeated Ames earlier this year, 78-57, back on January 20th. And now Ames with the ball. Wait for three again. It's off the mark. No good. And the rebound, Clark. Got it away from uh, Lipsy. And now Caitlin underneath. Found more underneath. Her shot up and no good. Ball slapped around. Moore gets it. She out-hustles uh, Kennedy White for it. Now Clark gets it back for three. No good. Top of the key. Bowles with the rebound. And a whistle and a foul. And Lexi doing the work in there. Moore and Bowles both got offensive boards in that possession for Dowling. Yeah, Dowling missed a key layup there, but at the same time, Moore did a great job of staying with it. Found Kaitlin for a good look, missed it, and then Lexi came to the rescue to get a big board herself. So Waite picks up the foul. That's her first. Team foul number two on Ames. Dowling with uh, three team fouls. It'll be out of bounds to the Maroons. They'll inbound it to the left of their basket. Gibble will throw it in. 
and gets it into Clark. Now Caitlin works the left side, crossover dribble, pull-up jumper, good from 15, left wing. That left side's working for here at the Ames Gym, and Caitlin with eight points. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, Caroline Waite show for Ames with 9 of 13, and then Caitlin 11 for 13. So I think both teams' uh, role players is going to play a huge role here to see who kind of steps up for them. Check that at Caitlin Clark correction. 11 points. Her and Waite are the leading scorers for their teams. Uh, Clark with 11 points to lead Dowling and Waite with 9. Four seconds remaining in the first quarter. Here's Waite with it on the baseline. Put up a shot. partially blocked by Gipple, and that's how the quarter will end with the score. Dowling 13, Ames 13. Along with Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. Glad you could join us from the Ames Gym tonight here on Valentine's Day. We'll be back for the second quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Ames Gym alongside Kevin O'Hare, Mark Emmadale. We start the second quarter. Ames and Dowling tied at 13 in the girls' contest. Boys to follow. Minor at halftime, we'll have Dowling boys head basketball coach Michael Connor, who just got win number 200 as our guest. Now Ames with the basketball. A long three, no good by Iams, and rebound out to Dowling and Lexi Bowles. As the Maroons now in the front court, their first offense possession, and now dribbling through contact. Now a whistle and reach-in foul called on Tegan Lipsy. That'll be her first foul, and the third team foul on Ames. We're all tied up in fouls at three. Yeah, I thought the first quarter was played pretty clean by both teams, and th- uh, three fouls for Dowling, two for Ames, and sc- scores tied. And now Dowling's looking to post up Lexi, and she just got fouled down on the post. So it's going to be a second quick team foul here in the second quarter for Ames. Now they have four. And you're right, Madeline Timmermans, who came in, picked up the foul. That's her first. The other foul was on Seibert, not uh, Lipsy. Five team, or rather, four team fouls on Ames, three on Dowling. Maroons with it. Here's Bowles with it. Nice pass from Clark, and I think Lexi was ready from the mid post. Shot up no good from the left side. Rebound Ames, and they're running down court, get a run out. Her shot's no good. That's Timmermans with the rebound foul on Dowling. Ames got behind everybody. Morgan Seibert did, and she missed the layup. But following the uh, shot was Madeline Timmermans, the junior, off the bench, and she'll go to the free throw line. Foul on Dowling. It'll be on Lexi Bowles, her first. I tell you, I don't know if Lexi knew how open she was in that last, last offensive possession. She caught that ball at the high post. She turned around, and she could have taken one dribble. And Well, it surprised the Ames defense because they just didn't even guard her, and she, she might have even had a chance for a power dribble. Yeah. But she turned and shot it too strong after everybody was concerned with Clark. And Caitlin will do that. To, it, the, the secondary effect of Caitlin happens, and I think it happened there. Free throw up and good. 
So yeah, you look, Dowling's bringing the ball, they're, they're, they're bringing the ball up with Gaber and, and, and bringing Caitlin off a couple double screens here and playing off the ball right now. Gaber for three on the right wing. That ball's up just off the back rim. Moore with the rebounder, and Dowling keeps the pace alive. Thank you while I had a sneeze. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. <laughs> Seven minutes remaining here in the second quarter. It's 14-13. Ames by one. As Timmermans went one for two at the free throw line. Dowling with the basketball. Nai Tong with the backdoor pass. Underneath layup. Good. Tai Tong found Meg Simplot with the basket. And Dowling retakes the lead by one with 640 remaining. Great cut by Simplot and even a better pass there from Nye from the high post. Dowling by one and Ames with the basketball. Now we got a blocking foul called on Simplot, I believe. And Meg will pick up her first. Just when we told the officials after the first quarter what a clean, easy game it's been, we've seen about four or five fouls called in the first 90 seconds here. I'll be picking on the officials. We need more of them. We need good ones. We do. I know them all. You so know where they friends. start at. They start at your level, freshman level. And well, I've we got, got some comments about those later, too. That's yeah, another day. I, I have not forgotten. i got my laundry list brought <laughs> with me. I had to jot them down the last couple days, and I got the news you were going to be with me tonight. Mark Amadale, Kevin O'Hare, Kevin sitting in for Steve Devenny and Mike Swain, or out on dates with their wife on St. Valentine's Day. O'Hare didn't have a date. That's why he's with me. Welcome to my world. 15-14 Dowling. And now here's Waite in the lane. Pull-up jumper over Tong. It's no good. And Julia Moore with the rebound. Dowling with it. Here's Clark in the front court. And she'll step, uh, she'll step up for three. It's no good. Tong hustling the rebound. Took it away, actually, from Moore. Out of bounds to Ames as we approach the six-minute mark here of the second quarter. Yeah, good look from Kaylin Julia with a great, again, Julia's a freshman for those that don't know. Great defensive rebound for her, by her. Kick out to Kaylin and then started the transition. Ames with the basketball. Wait dribbles in the front court, works the left side. Dribble handoff goes to Tegan Lipsy. Tegan on the right side. Gets it underneath the cyber in the left block. Can't get the shot off and finally gets it over to Kennedy White who's still in there. Now she hands it off to Spragans and now over to Lipsy. Lipsy guarded by Grace Gaber. Dowling stays man to man. Lipsy down the lane, bodies on the floor, ball on the floor, and now a loose ball. Wait picks it up in the lane, won't shoot it. And the Little Cyclones will reset with five and a half minutes remaining in the half. Down the lane, this is Spragans. Her shot blocked. Back to Wait. Oh, for three up, good. Caroline Wait. That's the gal you can't forget about in a timeout, Dowling. Funny how after that little sequence, the ball finds probably one of the best shooters on the floor tonight, wide open. And a 30-second timeout called by Dowling. Ames 17, Dowling 15. Five minutes, 20 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. But tremendous defense by the Dowling on that on that set, uh, Kevin. And then all of a sudden, the gal who's not in the uh, in where all the contact was, Caroline Waite, they find her the ball, top of the key, and she hits the three, and it splashes through the net. That's a timeout by Dowling and head coach Kristen Meyer. Yeah, 30-second timeout by Coach Meyer, and as they come out again, you've seen more of the, the girls' team play than I do, than I have, but I see Kaylin's already starting way in the uh, the front court, and they're going to let Gaber bring the ball up and kind of run Caitlin off a couple screens and maybe bring her out of the post. I don't know if they've done that much this year. You would know more than me. Oh, yeah, they've uh, they've experimented okay. with a lot. And they've also played without Caitlin quite a bit just on purpose just to see you know what they can do in case she's out of the lineup. Sure. I want to thank Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and R&R Realty Group supporting our broadcast all season long here on Iowa Catholic Radio in our 43rd year of covering Dowling Sports. Now Clark in the mid-post. Her shot no good from the right side. Nai Tong, weak side rebound. And they're going to get her for the travel as she got the shot to go, but they're going to wave it off traveling on Nai Tong. And I don't say this very often, but I do say it. 
when Joey Townsell's right, he's right. And that time, the official with the right call. Uh, and I'm still not going to say he made the right call, but he probably did. <laughs> yeah, tip, typical coach. That's how it works. I Se love Mr. Townsell. 17-15. Aims by two. And now a corner three by the Little Cyclones. No good by Spragans. Weak side rebound. Tipsy. Or rather, Lipsy. She keeps it alive. That was Tegan Lipsy. And now the Little Cyclones will run their offense. They put four out, one in. And Iams handling it, guarded by Gaber. Pull-up jumper on the run, no good. Rebound Gaber. Grace with it in the backcourt for Dowling. And she'll dribble across the timeline. Lobs it down court. Underneath the Clark on the nice feed that time by Dowling's Emma Gipple. And Clark shot was blocked, and they're saying more than the ball. And Caitlin will go to the line, and her foul's on Ames. Yeah, I think that was a really good call. I thought the Ames played. I thought she was... Her body was straight up, but her arms kind of came down. So Lipsy does pick up her first foul. That is the 15th foul on Ames. Also five on Dowling. And Caitlin's free throw is no good. Caitlin tonight with 11 points to lead Dowling. She's one for three at the free throw line. 17-15, Ames Little Cyclones. Clark will have the second free throw. And it's up. And in and out. No good. Rebound. Gipple, and she draws the foul. Good hustle by Emma Gipple, picking up her teammate, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin with two rare misses. And Lipsy has picked up her second foul, and that'll cause concern for head coach Joel Sullivan. Yeah, because I think you said, what, both teams go about eight or nine deep total? Uh, Ames goes eight. Dowling will go nine. Free throw good by Gipple. She has three points. And Lipsy will check out. So Tegan Lipsy on the bench. No points. And she checks out with 4-11 to play. Second free throw is good by Gipple. So Gipp with four points. And we're tied at 17. Yeah, you can tell Lipsy already brings a lot to the table besides scoring. She she does. She's so active. Does a lot off the ball. Now wait down the lane. Throws up a runner. No good. And the shot's no good. But the miss rebound is picked up and put back by Kennedy White for Ames. And White, the freshman, scores. Giving Ames a two-point lead. Dowling in the front court. Here's McVeigh with it. To Tong in the corner to Gipple. She'll launch the three. Up good! Emma Gipple with the to me and Sons three-pointer. She's got seven points in the first half, and Dowling leads by one, 20-19 here, Kevin. Yeah, big shot by Emma there. Again, one of those role players who needs to step out and make some shots, and she just did that. That was a good dribble penetration that time, as here is Spragans for three, top of the key for Ames. No good with the shot. Rebound, Clark. Caitlin with it. Dribbles in the front court. Dowling spreads their offense in the corner. Here is Gipple again for three, and it's short. And the rebound cleared out of there by Spragans and the Ames Little Cyclones. Good pass, good look. Just came up a little short, but she's got to take that shot, especially coming off one she just made. Yeah, she made it from the right wing that time. This one came from the left wing right in front of the Ames student body and couldn't get it to fall. And now a long three. Partially blocked. Weight shot is out of bounds. It'll give it to uh, <laughs> they'll give it to Ames. And Caitlin says, I got a piece of it, but nobody came down with it. It's out of bounds to Ames, and they'll run an out-of-bounds play under their own basket here with under three minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling by one here, Mr. O'Hare. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what they've drawn out of bounds here. they got Caroline out of bounds. I'm guessing it's coming back to her. And we'll get it over to uh, here you go. Timmermans. Now to wait for three. It's up and good, and a Timmermans with the ball screen on Clark. And wait with another basket. That's her 15th point. Yeah, she, uh, there was a screen there on Caitlin, uh, and now Caitlin has got the ball at the top of the key. She took a pretty hard screen there and hit the ground hard. 
Ames with the lead, 2.30 remaining. Dowling with the ball. McVay dribbles in the lane, gets to Gaber, corner three up. Good! Grace Gaber with the Tamiya and Sons three-pointer. That's her first three of the night. And Dowling takes a one-point lead, 23-22. Are you keeping track of uh, lead changes? I'm not keeping track of lead changes. We've had a few of them, though, I can tell you a that. A few? We've had at least six, and I lost track. <laughs> Dowling by a one as we approach the two-minute mark in the half. Yeah, I thought Ames would shoot better up here in Ames than they did at Dowling, and you're seeing that well, right now. They certainly the game. are. They're more comfortable. Ames with it. Third shot at the free throw line, no good. McVay with the rebound and Dowling. Outlet pass to Clark. Caitlin has numbers down the lane. Splits the defense. Shot up and no good. Hits the deck and draws the foul. <laughs> and everybody helps her up, including the Ames uh, players, and led by Iams at a foul on Ames. And free throws coming for Caitlin Clark. She'll be the first to admit this, but she should have made that shot. I know she got fouled, but she had a pretty good look at a right-hand layup, and someone her caliber, she should have hit it. But let's see what she does from the line here. Like you said, she started off one for four. Fouls on. Shoots the ball really well, so I'll be curious what happens here. Fouls on Iams, and the Mm. free throw no good by Clark. She's missed her last three. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Kemen, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. Minute 53 remaining in the first half. Dowling 23, Ames 22 here in this girls' contest. Boys' game to follow. Second free throw good by Clark, and that is her 12th point. That's her first point of the second quarter for Caitlin Clark. we got a timeout on the floor, a 30-second timeout called by head coach Joel Sullivan and the Ames Little Cyclones with uh, Dowling leading by two. And uh, Coach O'Hare, we talked about this a little bit in the first quarter. And now we have our first break. I want to bring this to your attention. Dowling girls, you know, Tuesday, Friday, just like everybody else, play Tuesday, Friday, getting that routine, if you will. Dowling girls had a week off. They played Urbandale on senior night. They haven't had a game since. They didn't have any games to make up. That's why you have that time off to make it up before your postseason starts. You get out of routine when you have a week off, even though it's scheduled? Yeah, I think, I think it does affect you. Um, I'm sure they practiced, uh, you know, normally throughout the, the week and did their pregame stuff sure. like they would, but I think it affects you a little bit, at least early on in the first quarter or something. I see as we ball gets back in play here, Caitlin's out for the last two minutes, I'm guessing here, to get her a breather, and then halftime as well. 24-22, Dowling by two, Ames with the basketball. They go left to right in front of us here at the Ames Gym tonight. Glad you could join us on St. Valentine's Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Little Cyclones now. Possession arrow favors Dowling. They're just playing catch in the perimeter right now as Cyber dribble handoff to wait. Now, three-pointer, step back three, it's no good. From the left wing, ball tipped out of bounds, and they're going to give it to Dowling. As it was poked in the hands of Madeline Timmermans, but she lost it out of bounds, and it'll be Dowling basketball. McVeigh will run the point as Gipple throws it into her. Julia Moore in there, Lexi Bowles in there for Dowling, and Grace Gaber with it. Yeah, and Ames is just playing straight up man-to-man defense right now. Maroons work their dribble wee with the guards. They get it to Gaber. Gaber... Dribbles down the lane, left side, her shot blocked. Blocked by Iams, rebounded by Little Cyclones and Iams. Outlet pass to Spragan. She dribbles down court, leaves it for uh, Timmerman. She won't shoot the three, and we've got a whistle and a foul called, a holding foul called on McVeigh of Dowling, and that'll be her first. Really good block by Iams there. She, again, very active. I see she's only a junior. She's going to be tough next year. She's tough now, but very active. Really good defender and rebounder. Kennedy White will return to the... Ames line it. She'll replace Madeline Timmermans. Six-foot freshman is white, replacing the 5'10 Timmermans. And now we've got stoppage. 
And they're going to inbound the ball again with a minute to play here in the first half. Dowling 24, Ames 22. Ames will inbound the ball, and I'm not sure why the horn buzz, but they're going to act like it never happened. A little malfunction. Oh, malfunction. Okay. Halftime malfunction. I'll buy that. Ames with the ball. They get it into Sprague. It's nearly taken away by McVeigh. Over to Iams, right wing. Top of the key it goes. Now wait with it. Off the left side. Comes off a ball screen by uh, Seibert. Wait still with it. And they're going to draw a foul. Wait will draw the foul to be on Dowling. Let's see yeah, what they get. I'll tell you, Caroline Wade is really good with the ball in her hands, just making some jab steps, some hesitation moves, a little in and out moves. She's a really quality player. Fouls on Emma Gipple. That is her se- or second. Check that. That's Gipple's first. Team foul number seven on Dowling. Ames with seven team fouls. So both teams in the one-on-one bonus, and free throws coming for Waite, who's an 85% free throw shooter on the year. First one up, good. Gives her 16 points here in the first half, getting having an opportunity here for 17, which is about 75% of their points here in the first half. It certainly is. 24-23, Dowling, 41 seconds remaining in the half. Second free throw good. Waite doesn't miss. And she's no. got 17 points. In the first half, tied at 24, Dowling and Ames. Maroons with it. Here's Bowles. Lexi over in the left wing to McVeigh. Underneath the Bowles in the left block. Dribbled off her foot. It's thrown away by Ames. Here's Spragans with it. Brooke Spragans down court. Leaves it for her teammate. A long three coming for Ames. It's no good. Rebound Bowles. Outlet pass goes to Julia Moore. Moore has numbers. And the ball's thrown away from behind by Waite. Both teams trade turnovers. Ten seconds remaining in the half. Here's Waite. Works the left side against Moore. Stops. Bowles cuts her off. Shot up. No good. And they're going to get Moore for the foul and Waite to the line with just under four seconds remaining. Caroline Waite will go to the line. Fouls on Julia Moore of Dowling her first. Yeah, a little helter-skelter on both teams there in the last 40 seconds. Uh, tough shots, a couple turnovers. And the ball, of course, ends up in Ames' best player, Waite. And she goes to the line, hits her first. And with 3.8 seconds left, she'll have an opportunity to put them up two. 18 points now for Waite. Waite is uh, probably just a a little bit of a smaller version of Maya McDermott of Johnston as we see some tremendous guards in this conference. Second free throw good. 19 first half points for Caroline Waite of Ames. Two seconds remain. Clark back in. She'll launch it from half court. It's off the back iron. No good. And we've come to the end of the first half here at Ames. With the Ames Little Cyclones leading Dowling 26-24 alongside Kevin O'Hare. I'm Mark Hamadale from the Ames Gym tonight on St. Valentine's Day. David Beltram is our studio producer. We'll take a break. Our halftime guest is here. That is Michael Connor, And we'll talk to him about the Dowling Boys basketball win over North on Tuesday night. And win number 200 for the very well-established Mr. Michael Connor. We'll talk more about that when we return here. From the Ames Gym, halftime score, Ames 26, Dowling 24 on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Ames Gym. Mark Imadil, Kevin O'Hare, and Michael Connor joins us, the Dowling boys basketball coach, as uh, Dowling girls trailing at halftime. It's Ames 26, Dowling 24. Mark Imadil, Kevin O'Hare. And OC, I had to bring in the, uh, the B squad tonight. All the other, my colleagues had dates tonight with their wives, and Kevin couldn't find one, so that's why he's here with it's me. It's not the and first time we've heard that tonight, OC, yeah. all right? Well, it's you a don't lot. need to be that abused either. Do you want him to come back? He can't be making comments like that. <laughs> well, he's on your staff. He's not on my staff. I'm trying to figure out why OC thought that was the funniest we, thing he's heard all day. It's actually one of the funnier things I've heard Amadeo say. <laughs> that says a lot. That says a lot there. Glad I could help, guys. And, and before we break the mood here, but Michael Connor, congratulations on uh, your win over North. Uh, more importantly, uh, that really helped your seating. I know we'll talk more about that here at halftime as uh, we have a halftime uh, presentation going on here at Ames. But, O.C., more importantly, win number 200 for you. Congratulations. That's a milestone in coaching. You know, you, you look at all the, the time, the talent. I think uh, uh, Mr. Hughes put something on, on Twitter about it, and he's exactly right, all the time watching tape, practice, practice plans, visiting with coaches, and helping your team. Leads to career win number 200, all at Dowling. And we, sh- we commend you on that. We commend you on the time that you put in with these young men that have been through. And I know you got a lot of uh, texts and uh, emails from uh, folks that you coached and maybe some that you didn't, Mike. Yeah, it was an awfully cool thing. Um, you know, 200 doesn't happen without a lot of sacrifices by a lot of people. Um, our coaches, including Coach O'Hare here, put the time and the effort in with the freshmen and the sophomores and Obviously, our players and our parents, um, that's why you win 200 games on a pretty small piece of the puzzle. Um, most importantly for us and our team this year, it was win number 12. Um, that's a win that will be memorable for a lot of reasons, but what a wild game. It was. I mean, it was kind of a circus for a while there. And, it was. And the kids had a lot of a lot of reasons kind of to fold the tent and, and run, and they didn't do that. And we told them after the game that I'm not sure that's a game we win two or three weeks ago um, but with all the adversity that we faced I, th- I think that's really toughened us up and we bowed our neck and got tough and, and, and hung together and there was you never saw any doubt or panic two or three weeks ago you saw a little bit of that so uh, we certainly hope that we've we've grown in that capacity but as important as 200 was 12 was um, every bit as important if not more uh, so congr- again to echo that congratulations on 200 that's an amazing feat uh to piggyback off 200 you know a lot of people you're part of the iowa high school athletic association basketball coaches do a lot of work with them who is the i don't know if coolest is the word or the 
the most exciting person that reached out to uh, say congratulations? Again, you know a lot of coaches, a lot of other people, players. Is there a – they're all special, but is there kind of an extra you know, cooler one out there? Th there's – I'm going to say that Brad Bjorken reached out, and, and I've always looked up to Brad. Now, there was a couple people would say, well, that's a bigger name than Brad Bjorken, but for me personally um, – being down here for 18, 19 years, Brad was kind of the standard in the CIML. Yes, he and was. You just said Bjorken, and obviously everybody knew who that was, such a unique name. But what he did at Urbandale um, and what he's doing at Simpson now, that's kind of who we all emulated. And he's become a really good friend, and, and he reached out that night. And there's a lot. Uh, Matt Woodley's a good friend of mine and somebody I lean on a lot, about a lot of different things. And he called me the next morning, and he didn't have to do that. Um, but then, you know, my wife did some nice stuff for us yesterday at the house, and it was just right. hearing from former players. On, yeah. It's just there's not one. Um, it's just really cool to hear from all of them because everybody has played a role in it. It's Yeah, I get the credit for the 200 wins, but, again, I'm just a small piece of that puzzle. There's a lot of different ingredients that go into that. And you had a lot of different types of teams, and you mentioned this year's team. That's what we're talking about. What a come-from-behind win. You remember the second half? You were down 12, I think, at one point. Omaha fouls out, you know, in that fourth quarter, and it was kind of a, a circus. We had a lot of things happen, uh, the, the, the type of game that it was. I know uh, uh, you and the North Coast were upset during the game with officiating, with the play, with whatever, but to gut that out on the road, a place we haven't won. Dowling hasn't won there in five years, and uh, that says a lot about uh, the environment that North creates. they got a tremendous home court advantage. Tonight they're facing Lincoln, but I uh, – you know, that, that's got to be a, a great environment. But for your kids to go in there and win on the road like that, you're probably right. And that might not have happened a few weeks ago, but this team is growing a lot of confidence. And when they get their shots down and, and do some of the fundamental things that they're taught and coached, uh, they're fun to watch, and uh, you get a victory on the road. Yeah, it was it was exciting. Um, I can't say I was terribly upset with our play on Tuesday. I thought we did a lot of nice things. You're always going to find things that you can – do better it just was the officiating was so hard to get into a flow of the game and it was that way both ways it wasn't one-sided they just dominated the game I and mean, there were 65 fouls called and there was over 70 free throw shot that's not great basketball nobody wants to watch that coaches included it almost felt like the kids were kind of bonding over it as the game went on as if to look at each other and say like what are we doing like that wasn't a foul um but the kids found a way and it was it was madness, man. I mean, having a kid fall out with five minutes to go in the third quarter, who's the other team's leading scorer. I mean, you just never hear that. Yeah, Malik falling out. That, but coach kept him in. We had him down for that many fouls in the first half, and they wouldn't pull him. I, I know, I know. And they've uh, listen. Uh, every coach has this philosophy, and it was it was wild. I I still was trying to piece it together the next morning, um, but it's a real credit to our kids the way they were able to hang in there and just make enough plays in the fourth quarter. I mean, we're down 12 in the fourth with like five minutes to go. And, and to find a way to come back and win, it was a testament to our kids. Busy with Michael Connor here at halftime of the girls' contest. We're in Ames tonight as Ames leads Dowling 26-24 in the girls' contest. And Coach O'Connor, the rematch with Ames, and uh, what a game that was. Uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Ames and, uh, you know, what – They've lost this year as far as their lineup. And, you know, Vance Downs has done a tremendous job. He might be coach of the year. I told him before the game during uh, the sophomore game, I said, you know, you might be nominated for coach of the year for what you've done. Uh, probably one of the better players in the state out, uh, second best player out, maybe three starters totally out because the third guy who comes in. And what he's done, he's got his team at 500. 
He's got his team as a number three seed in his sub-state, and he's done that, kind of like what you've done, just kind of grinding it through and getting kids better. Heck, we just watched their sophomore team go from a running clock to uh, losing a Dowling by two. So this is a program that you can't take lightly. Ames has this tradition. All you got to do is look to your right up there on the wall. Doug McDermott, Harrison Barnes, Fred Hoiberg. I don't know of any high school that's put three in the NBA other than Ames. And a guy named Dick Gibbs, who was back in my day when I was younger than O'Hare, played in the NBA. That's amazing. And uh, he's brought that, kept that tradition here. Well, he's awfully good at what he does, and he's convicted in what he does. Um, And, you know, if they shoot 80% again tonight, we'll be lucky to walk out of here with a win. 80% from three last time. 80% for the game. And they missed six shots all night, and one of them was a half quarter. So if they do that tonight send it in i mean that's it doesn't matter who you play but if you did percent you're going to be in that's kevin o'hare that's yeah, kevin O'Hare's that's, stats that's, yeah that's right um let's get back to handing out uh, coach of the year honors for 500 coaches because i'm excited to get mine this year for <laughs> coach of the year 500 records but a uh, couple things real quick i just saw Stillwell walking by with uh mr lark uh his status for tonight he's good playing play. feel good yep uh and then my other question is and it happens a lot which is a credit to you and your staff and Dowling, but the whole football players coming off their state title t- stuff, November can be, early December can be a little rugged. they got to get their legs and stuff like that. You saw a little lull there. Um, and then after that, you can see guys are fitting into roles. Guys are playing really well together, uh, feeding off one another. Are you seeing any one or two specific people on the team stepping up leadership-wise at practice, uh, off the court, or just guys in general, I guess, coming together, say, hey, Now's the time? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I'll start by saying we lost our first game and then we won eight in a row. And in that eight in a row, we didn't face a lot of difficult stretches. We kind of jumped out early in games and we never trailed. So I don't want to say it was easy, but we never really had any adversity. And then Ames, or excuse me, Ankeny gave us some adversity and we weren't ready for it at all. We came out extremely flat. Then we got out of rhythm. Uh, we got some cancellations, and we were playing three games in a week and just kind of had our cages rattled a little bit, and we didn't handle it very well. And But we needed that. We needed to grow. We needed to have a little bit of adversity because that's what makes you better long term. And um, because of that, I think you're starting to see us be a little bit more confident and be a little bit more comfortable. The second part of your question, Omaha's gotten better. I mean, he just got more and more comfortable. I think Ryan has become more consistent with his effort, and Ryan is really good. I'm very biased towards him, but when he is good, we are really good. And then Stillwell's just been Stillwell. Thankfully, he played on Tuesday because we wouldn't, we wouldn't have won. Um, he's just a difference maker. And Drew Daniel started to make some shots. Michael Keough stepped up. We just we played better. It's it's kind of funny. You play better, you usually have better results. Right. We didn't play well there for two or three weeks. Well, OC, best of luck tonight against Ames in the rematch up here. Never an easy place to no. win. Went no. overtime last year in this gym, so... Yeah, the last two games against these guys, we had that game one last year, and then we missed two free throws and missed a block out. And, yeah, hopefully we can erase the memories because it's been a couple <laughs> rough ones the last couple times we played. Well, we appreciate you taking time to come up here as you have all year. We'll see you next Tuesday night at uh, Des Moines-Lincoln. And uh, congratulations on Win 200. We didn't get to thank tell you, you that Tuesday night. Thank and you. Best of luck. Thanks for all you do here. Thank, thank you, guys. Thanks. Tonight. All right. That is Mike O'Connor, the Dowling Boys basketball coach. We want to thank him as – we're going to take a break, come back for the second half. Dowling uh, leading Ames, or Dowling and Ames tied as we start the third quarter back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumi & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumi & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumi's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumi & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tumiandsons.net. Now we're back here at the Ames Gym. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadeo. I want to thank Michael Connor, our halftime guest. Has run away here in the second half. Dowling now on a couple of baskets and a couple of free throws by Caitlin Clark. She has six, all six of Dowling's points here in the third quarter. Maroons now have a 30-28 lead over Ames. Ames basket came by Caroline Waite, who now has 21 points. And the Dowling defense kind of picked up their intensity. They uh, Whatever they had, Russ coming up. On the drive up from Ames, they've uh, kind of established the second half here being a little bit more intense, uh, Kevin O'Hare. Yeah, and I've noticed they put Kaitlin on Caroline Waite, so there's a little bit of a size advantage there. Uh, to see if she can kind of slow her down a little bit. And it looks like she's almost kind of face guarding her, and so we'll see what happens here. And now Ames with the basketball. With it is Sprague, and she dribbles against McVeigh. Gets caught in the left block, has to dig it out, and gets it out to Iams, who's guarded by Gaber. Iams for three. It's no good. Rebound comes out to McVeigh. Dowling going with her starting five. McVeigh, Clark, Tong. Now Clark for three, up and in and out, no good. Weak side rebound, Gipple. She saves it to Tong and a whistle and a foul on Nye as she had the ball taken away from her by weight. And I will pick up foul number two. Earlier, when we were at break, Tegan Lipsy picked up her third foul for Ames, and she is out of the lineup as fast as she got in. Only played about 10 seconds of the third quarter. Yeah, that's tough when one of your better players picks up a kind of a cheap early foul there to start the third quarter. I would imagine she doesn't stay there too long, though. Ames with the basketball. They go right to left in front of us here at the Ames gym as we are broadcasting courtside, but across from the scorer's table here at Ames. We're familiar with the gym. Few years we playing in the new gym at here at Ames that they're constructing. As you look out and all that construction going on out in the parking lot, that's the new high school will be in a new gym. Here's Wait with it. Dowling playing man-to-man defense. Clark right now guarding Morgan Seibert. They lob underneath the Morgan and she gets loose underneath layup good and she got right behind Caitlin Clark. Yeah, Caitlin kind of had her head turned towards Caroline Wait and. Ames player went back door and got a layup. And now Clark in the lane. Her shot no good in the offense or a foul called on Clark. That is uh, a three on Caitlin. She's Two. trying to get an offensive rebound, so she just picked up her third. It is. 5.15 left in the third, so we'll see. She's going to come out for a so, couple minutes. So Lipsy is out for Ames, and Clark is out for Dowling with uh, – Three fouls each. We're tied at 30, 5 10 remaining. Mark the clock. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yep. Now so. Caroline Waits bringing the ball up the floor. She passes the ball over to the left wing. All right. This will be Spragans with it. They lob underneath the weight. They're now the Iams on the right blocker. Shot no good. Good defense by Nai Tong. And now we got an offensive foul call. They say that uh, the freshman cleared out there. 
Kennedy White, and it'll be a foul on Ames. Yeah, I think she dipped her shoulder there and kind of. The forearm went around yeah. the hook, if you will, the hook. Yeah. From the uh, left, on the left block, so foul on Ames. That'll be her second. She's, she's got great size and great length for a freshman. Wow. Yeah, she's just kind of grown into her body. Can't wait to see her as a senior here at Ames. Yeah. That's team foul number two on Ames here in the second half. Dowling with three. And the Maroons now working underneath. They get it to Bowles, and she shoots and scores from the left block. Lexi Bowles with her first basket of the night. Real good post position. She got the ball really low underneath the block there. Quick little turnaround over her right shoulder, left-hand lip. 32-30, Dowling by two. Wait with it in the front court. Dribble handoff. Now over to Spragan. She dribbles down the left block. Cut off. Out to Iams. Iams wants to shoot the three. She'll step back beyond the arc. Guarded nicely by Gipple. Gipple coming through a ball screen. Gets to Iams. A little runner in the lane. No good. Uh, offensive rebound by White. And a foul on Dowling. So... Yeah, and I, th you know, White does a lot of what Gipple does for Dowling. They uh, they crash the boards. They know the shots are going to come from one or two girls, uh, and so they go do their role really, really well. So White will go to the line as Gipple picked up her second foul, and Kennedy's first free throw is good. Hits the front of the rim and scores. She's got three points on the night. As Ames now eight out of nine at the free throw line. Leading score for Ames with 21 points is Caroline Waite. Second free throw off the back of the rim. Rebound by Emma Gipple. So White goes one for two. As Lipsy on the bench with just two points tonight for Ames. And now Bulls double team left block. Picks up her dribble. Gets the Gibble. Gipple with it. Gets it to McVeigh. Top of the key. Guarded by Waite. 32-31. Dowling by one. Under four minutes remaining third quarter. Underneath Bowles. Over in the corner to McVeigh for three. Up. Good! Ella McVeigh has found that shot in the corner three from the left side. It's a Tumian Suns three-pointer. And Dowling's lead is now four. Really good inside-outside game there. And a great pass by Lexi Bowles when she got double teamed. Here's Waite with it. Guarded by Julia Moore. Leaves it for uh, Waite on the baseline. Or rather, uh, Iams on the baseline. Her shot no good. Gipple with a huge rebound there, Kevin. Yeah, ball goes out to Maya. Up four, Dowling. Caitlin on the bench. They're running some pretty good offense here. They're trying to get the ball inside to Lexi. And that'll be, uh, you'll see Dowling's offense do a lot maybe next year with that uh, type of offense with Caitlin graduating. And so will Nye Tong. Here's McVeigh with it, a junior on the Dowling team. Down the lane she goes. Left-handed shot, no good. Might have been altered. Bowles with the rebound. The putback's no good, but she drew the foul. And Lexi will go to the free throw line. Foul is on Ames. You know, now that we have a little dead ball here, she goes to the line. I just thought about it. It's got to be kind of interesting. Both teams have already have, they're already positioned in their sub-state. So not that every game doesn't matter because every game does matter, but kind of an interesting game because, again, you already know who you're playing, when you're playing in the sub-state. Uh, are there other coaches kind of scouting you and getting you re getting ready for those games? Do you show everything that you can use or that you're going to do? Uh, a lot of things to kind of think about, I guess. Yes, it is. As the second free throw by Bowles is no good. Ball slapped around and Ames has it. Nearly through to you, O'Hare, and uh, – It'll be Dowling basketball as Ames tried to get the outlet pass to wait, and I believe it was uh, Timmermans led her a little too far. And it'll be Dowling basketball on the turnover. Three minutes remaining in the third quarter. Dowling 36, Ames 31 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. St. Valentine's Day in the Ames gym. Underneath Bowles out in the left block. Good. Lexi Bowles shoots and scores. She's got all five of her points here in the third quarter. 
Really good job. I mean, if you're Ames, I think you got to realize really quickly here she's left-handed and she's trying to go over that right shoulder, but really good job by the Maroons. Ames with the basketball. Little Cyclones have weight. Guarded by Moore. Did a nice job on her. Gets to Spragans, and she dribbles towards the basket, draws the foul, and it'll be out of bounds to Ames as the Ames foul on uh, And Ella picks up her second yeah, foul. Ella a little reach-in foul there. I'll tell you, they, they've kind of expanded the lead with Kayla on the bench, which I think Gives Coach Meyer some confidence. You can keep Kale in there for a couple more minutes. 38-31, Dowling by seven. The inbound the ball to Timmermans. Out to Waite, guarded by Moore. Moore fights to a screen, and Waite picks up her dribble beyond the three-point line. Good defense that time by the Maroons. This is Iams with it. Dribble handoff to Spragans. Works the left side. Now out to Iams, top of the key. Guarded by Gipple, or guarded by uh, Gaber. Now a runner in the lane by Spragans is good. And a timeout Ames. So Spragan shoots and scores for the Little Cyclones. That is her first two points of the night. Yeah, we got a 30-second timeout. So with 2.07 remaining here in the third quarter, Dowling's lead is now 5, 38-33 over Ames. Maroon's largest lead was just a moment ago at 7. Ames' large, largest lead was in the first half at 4 points. And alongside Kevin O'Hare, Mark Amadale on this St. Valentine's Day night. And, uh, young man, you better uh, – you're, gonna, you're down here for both games tonight. You uh, you talked to Vinny into taking his wife out on a uh, Valentine's Day date. Swain, we know, is going out on a date. Do we, though? We do. Are we sure we know he's uh, doing that? Yeah, something like that. But you, on the other hand, my friend, dateless and uh, headed to Cedar Rapids after this game for a reunion with your St. Ambrose Bees buddies. I am. We're l- looking forward to that reunion tomorrow. And you're right, I am dateless tonight. So for all our listeners out there, please keep me in the back of your mind. Yeah, far back of their, of their minds, hopefully. That, that'd be the good one. You say hi to my good buddy Ray Shevlin over there at St. Andrews University. A long time head and hence basketball coach, the guy you played for. Makes you a little tougher. Underneath Bowles as Dowling comes out of the timeout. A shot by Bowles, no good. Drew the foul. I believe Timmermans will pick it up. And we'll wait for them to post it on the board. And they do. So Madeline Timmermans with her second foul. And team foul, number four on Ames. Bowles will have two free throws coming for Dowling. Dowling with top. Five team fouls, and Lexi's first free throw is no good. Yeah, Lexi's giving them great minutes here in the third quarter, and uh, the rest of the girls are doing a good job kind of feeding her and playing off her, and when the double team comes, she's making the right decision. Well, you're going to see this a lot when teams like Dowling and uh, Valley as Bulls' second free throw is good, 39-33 Dowling. Minute 50 remaining. Look at Valley this year playing uh, without their uh, – you know, all-star for four years, headed to Maryland. Look at Dowling. Next year will be without right. Caitlin Clark. Uh, gals that uh, just dominate their team. You can't do anything about it, but you got to learn to play without them. And Dowling's kind of seen a little bit of next year happening this year. There's a loose ball foul called on Ames on Ames' possession, and Dowling will take over. And this group is playing very well up here without Caitlin Clark, who's on the bench with uh, three fouls and 18 points right now with a minute and a half remaining in the third quarter, Kevin. Yeah, next year's going to be as challenging as it's going to be. It's going to be exciting because you don't know where the offense is going to come from, and I think a lot of girls will step up to the challenge and take advantage. <laughs> oh, you're uh, you're getting my uh, – yeah, that is true too. What uh, the, the great coach at, uh, for the Drake women – his analysis is right on, as he always is, Randy Morrow. As Dowling with the ball underneath, Julia Moore. Her shot no good with the left hand in the lane. Rebound cleared out of there by Ames as we approach a minute mark. Don't you agree? Uh, don't get me started with how I can critique 
Oh. Coach Morrow over there at the uh, – I saw that text, by the way, Randy Morrow. We'll talk later. Here's wait for three. It's good. I moved my phone, Randy, so if you want to send more, <laughs> he will not see it. 39-36, wait with another three. And now whistle to foul on Ames. 39-36 is our score. Downing's done, a good, three. Downing's done a good job on wait this quarter, at least. Uh, I think that's only her fifth point. Maybe no, maybe it's more than that. Uh, She's got 24 now, but uh, five or seven points this quarter. Uh, they've done a really good job trying to contain her. The Caroline Waite with 24 points, as you mentioned. Now the Maroons throw the ball in the backcourt with 45 seconds remaining. Possession arrow favors Ames, so the Maroons are going to try to take advantage, if not work most of the clock here, the final 40 seconds. Here's Moore with it. In the corner it goes to Simplot. Megan there now. Underneath, spins at the right block, puts up a shot, and they're going to get her for traveling. As contact was made, but uh, she traveled before. Yeah, 32 seconds left. I would imagine Ames here will take the last shot, keep the ball in Waite's hands as long as they can. And make it a two-possession turnaround for the little Cyclones. Yeah. So Dowling will play in man-to-man defense with uh, Julia Moore, Lexi Bowles, Ella McVeigh, Meg Simplot, and, and Gipple out there, Emma Gipple. Here's Waite in front of us, guarded by Moore between the circles. Ten seconds remaining in the third quarter. 39-36, Dowling by three. Here's Waite with it. Nice spin move, step back three. Up, no good, missed everything. And that'll end the third quarter of play with the score. Dowling, 39, Ames 36, along with Kevin O'Hare and Mark Amadale back in one minute with the start of the fourth quarter. As we are at Ames High School here on St. Valentine's Day, back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely on Online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. Hi, Tom. Yeah. And welcome back to the Ames Gym alongside Kevin O'Hara, Mark Amadale. Always nice to visit with the lead official, Scott Cook, tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio between, well, between commercials. Does a great job. Need. Does. He and this crew, and so they all do. We need more of them. Uh, you got both Lipsy and Clark back in the game, both with three fouls. Wondered when that was going to happen. And Lipsy takes the ball hard, kicks it to the right. And you got to see how both these tie Nye Tong back in the Dowling lineup with uh, Caitlin Clark. Some runes, I believe, had their starting five. Yeah, here is uh, Waite with the boys, <laughs> something else dribbling. And Waite underneath, a shot up and good. Got it to fall from the left side. Wow. I'm impressed. She is, she's unreal. 26 points for Caroline Waite. Dowling the other way and a shot up and are they going to count it? Will Joey Townsell? Yes, he will. As Clark. Hits the shot, and a foul on Ames. It'll be on Morgan Seibert. And it'll be her second foul, and Caitlin with her 20th point. 
Yeah, don't blink when the ball's in Waite or Clark's hand because it's going back and forth quick. Second and the free throw and one completed by Caitlin Clark. She's got 21 points. And it's 42-38, Dowling by four. It's interesting trying to keep track of assists and stuff in a game like this because you're seeing a lot of stuff done by Caroline and by Caitlin kind of on their own because they're that good and creative. In the lane, Iams with a shot no good, but uh, Wade with the rebound and picks up the loose ball. Smallest gal on the floor, picks it up and scores from the left side. Caitlin, Caroline Wade with her 28th point to lead Ames. 42-40, Dowling by two. Seven minutes remaining, fourth quarter. Here's Clark with a double team. Goes around Spragans on the baseline. Pull-up jumper, no good. Ball slapped around, and Night Tom tips in the hands of who else? Waite and Ames. I'd throw two or three girls at Waite as quick as possible. Now here's Spragans in the lane. Her shot no good, and a whistle and a foul called on Dowling, and they're going to get Caitlin Clark for wow. her fourth foul. Decision time by Coach Meyer here. 6.43 left. Caitlin picks up her fourth foul. Oh, they're discussing it over there. The Joel Danner, Scott Babinat, and Coach Meyer. While Ames is at the free throw line, they missed the first one. I do got to give a quick shout out. You have more listeners out there. The Stewart family, some of my favorite people are listening, and uh, I don't think they'd be listening if I wasn't on. So uh, you jumped from at least one listener to a family. There's four or five right now. So you either retweeted something with your 20 (laughs) followers and one of them picked it up. That's great. My favorite family. Glad to have you on on listening (laughs) to us tonight. Second free throw is good. By uh, Spragans. Nia Tong takes and, the ball up. She misses the layup with Na- some contact. Tong with the miss, yes, indeed. Dowling struggling now as here's Spragans with thinks about the three. Now running jumper, no good. Rebound Dowling and Gipple. Outlet pass to Julia Moore. Moore in the front court. Gets it over in the corner to Gaber, and now we've got a timeout. Oh, no, we've got a Dowling stepping out of bounds. Gaber was caught the ball, and she had a foot on the sideline. Right in front of the Dowling bench. You know, I saw that happen in the sophomore game tonight, too. There was a couple people that just either didn't know where they were on the floor, but that sideline sneaks up on you. It certainly can. 42-41, Dowling by one. 6.15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Maroons have won four in a row over Ames. And now underneath, a shot, no good. A foul called on Gipple. Emma will pick up her third foul, and going to the free throw line was the young lady who... Uh, Head foul trouble, Tegan Lipsy, and Lipsy tonight. I tell you, I love every official who's out there. That looked clean. That looked clean. And, and, and as I would say, the ball doesn't lie, and uh, Tegan did miss that one her well, first try. Lipsy picked up her th- uh, second foul with four minutes left in the first half. She had no points sat down, and now she still has no points. Second free throw, no good. She missed them both. No points for Lipsy. In and out. Average of 10 and a half. Rebound Dowling. Runs lead by a one. Underneath, they work the Bulls. Layup good. They got it down court quickly to Bulls. Great pass by Meg Simplot. And it's 44-41. Dowling by three. With the basketball is Iams. Iams will shoot the three. It's off the mark. No good to the right. Ball goes out of bounds. And saving it. Good hustle by Seibert. Keeps the possession alive right to wait. Yeah, really good hustle by Ames. I have no idea how they saved that ball. They lob it into Iams. or shot off the glass. Good right over Bowles and Gipple. All that hustle leads to a two-point bucket right there that they probably shouldn't have. So credit to them. Iams with six points tonight. 
44-43, Dowling by one, 5.15 remaining. And now Gipple all the way down, and she splits the defenders. Seibert and White couldn't pick her up, and she shoots and scores Emma with her seventh point. Pull up three by White. It's no good, line. off the mark. And underneath, a weak side rebound by Lipsy, and she draws the foul. Let's see who they get. It's going to be on the fourth foul on Dowling's Emma Gipple. Yeah, so that's Gipple, and now we're going to see somebody new coming off the bench uh, for the Maroons, probably to give Gipple a breather. Uh, Brianna Rodriguez is one, and McVeigh will come back. First free throw is good, and that is the first point tonight for Tegan Lipsy. Yeah, so these will be some big minutes for Rodriguez here. Uh, Dowling's up two. Ames has another chance here at the line to cut it to one. Uh, Caitlin and Nye are still on the bench with four fouls. Now, Brianna got quite a bit of playing time, but uh, as you know, the season start with nine or ten in the rotation. She has got her playing time cut a little bit, and Brianna will come in in a certain situation. Both free throws good by Lipsy. Dowling's lead is one, 46-45. Or check that. Uh, yeah, Lipsy, her first two points tonight. Bowls with it, right block, turns. Shot up, good. She went right around the freshman that time, Kennedy White. Yeah, that wasn't even, I mean, that wasn't a layup. That was kind of a little pull-up jumper from five feet. That was really impressive. Caroline Wade again from deep. And it's good. So wait for three, and she's got 31 points. And it's 48 all, Dowling and Ames. That was Bowles' 10th point for Dowling on that previous possession. Four and a half minutes remaining, fourth quarter. Here's Gaber with it. Grace, right wing, three-point line extended underneath the Bulls. Out to Simplot, over to McVeigh. Maroon's playing catch in the perimeter. Four out, one in. Give Lexi credit. She's posting up big in there. Yeah, here's Gaber with it. Spins, has it stolen away by Wake. Got taken back by uh, Gaber. And now a whistle and a foul on Grace Gaber as the ball taken back by Lipsy. Quite a flurry there, but Grace got... Uh, Kind of shoved around there, if you will, and the ball poked away, and she couldn't get a handle on it and finally committed the foul. Yeah, ninth team foul for the Maroons. So that will send Ames to the line for one and one. Caitlin Clark's going to enter the game back with 4.05 left. And that's a 17 foul on Ames. 17 fouls on Ames. You mentioned nine on Dowling. And back to the free throw line, Tegan Lipsy. Maroons come in with a record of 17-3. and three. They're 8-1 and one in Central Conference play. Ames, 10 and 10 on the season, 3 and 6 in Central Conference play, and they're right in it. Free throw up and good. So we're tied at 49, or rather, uh, Ames takes the lead, 49-48. Lipsy's basket is good. Yeah, she missed her first free throws, and now she's made her last three or four in a row. Made three in a row, second one on the way, good. Points tonight for Lipsy at the free throw line, all in the fourth quarter, and it's 50 to 48, Ames by two. Caitlin Clark back in for Dowling. Clark dribbles in the lane, layup up, good. Big difference there, and Caitlin with her 23rd point. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with her four fouls here with just under four minutes left to see how she plays. Tied at 50. Here's Waite in the front court. And they got Clark on Lipsy, and Lipsy is very active. Now a corner three by Iams is no good. Gets her own rebound in the lane, pull-up jumper, good. Ashley Iams with her eighth point. Offensive, put back. offensive rebounds will kill you. 52-50. You know all about that, uh, Coach, this year. We'll get to the boys' freshman team in our second broadcast. How about that? But right now we've got a dandy here. 52-50. Ames by two. 3.20 remaining. It's Rodriguez. And play and catch over there in the corner with Simplot and throws it away. So a turnover against Dowling. Yeah, Dowling had two, cutter, two cutters over there, and I don't know if Rodriguez was trying to hit one or the other, but for whatever reason, a little miscommunication, ball headed out of bounds. 
McVeigh, Rodriguez, Clark, the three guards, actually four guards with uh, Simplot in there, and then Lexi Bowles in the post for Dowling. Here is Ames with it. Lipsy down the lane, can't get a shot. And now the ball deflected by Dowling. Good defense that time by Simplot into the hands of Clark on the turnover. Three minutes remaining. Clark for three. It's no good off the mark from the right side. And a rebound out to Ames with under three minutes remaining. Here's Waite with it. Goes around McVeigh. Layup with the left hand. No good. Lipsy with the rebound, and Clark takes it away. What a flurry there by both teams. <laughs> it really is. Caitlin Clark with a pull-up 12-footer. That's a free right throw line. line. And a timeout, Dowling. So Caitlin Clark with her 25th point, and this will be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves with 241 remaining, fourth quarter. Dowling 52, Ames 52, here at the Ames Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Ames High Gymnasium alongside Kevin O'Hare. I'm Mark Amadale. And we've got a dandy here tied at 52, Dowling and Ames in the final regular season game for both uh, teams in the girls' side. The boys will be game number two in Iowa Catholic Radio. Ames with the basketball out of the Dowling timeout. Both teams have three timeouts. Now backdoor cut, layup good. That's Brooks Braggins got the backdoor cut. And she's got four points tonight. That was a great little set play by Ames out of a timeout for a back cut. Dowling entered the ball, and they got a quick foul on Caroline Waite, which will send Dowling to the line for a one-and-one. So free throws coming for Dowling as Clark will go to the line. You mentioned Waite with the foul. Her second. Team foul number eight on Ames. Dowling with nine team fouls. Caitlin's first free throw. In and out, no good. Rebound Ames. Iams with the rebound. And Ames with a two-point lead and a chance to increase it here with 2.10 remaining in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't, you, don't, you don't see Caitlin miss these free throws very often. And now on the baseline, a shot no good by Spragans. Weak side rebound comes out to the freshman, White, and they're going to call her for the travel. Yeah, big rebound by her. Um, unfortunately, she did take a couple extra steps there. And Gipple took a shot to the abdomen and... He's going to shake it off, and she'll stay in the lineup. So it's Clark, McVeigh, Gaber, Gipple, and Nai Tong, the five on the floor for Dowling. Minute 50 to play. Dowling trails by two. Here's Clark with it. And now we've got a whistle and a foul called on Nai Tong, setting an illegal screen. So Nai with her third foul. And the possession changes over to Ames. It's a non-shooting foul, 10th team foul on Dowling. Yeah, Ames up two, minute 49 left. We'll see how Ames kind of plays this out. Little Cyclones in the front court. Wait, dribbling it in. 
She's got Lipsy right beside her. Lipsy sets a ball string. Wait just keeps dribbling. In the lane. At the elbow. Tried to shoot the shot. And she didn't even jump. So <laughs> she wanted to shoot that right elbow shot. I think everybody wanted to travel, but I think she did a really good job. And now we've got a <laughs> Joel Sullivan hit calls timeout. Joe and Joey Townsville gets it to him. But the shot by Wade was good in the middle of the timeout. And this will be a full timeout. Minute and a half remaining. We'll take a break. Ames 54, Dowling 52. Ames basketball will return here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Ames Gym out of the Ames timeout that waved off a three-pointer by Carolina Waite. Ames with the basketball. Waite with it, guarded by McVeigh. 54-52 as number 13 Ames leading number two Dowling. 65 seconds remaining. Waite dribbling in the lane. Shot is blocked. Blocked by Gipple, but Waite gets it back. Little Cyclones with it. Here's Lipsy with it. Underneath, on the right side to Iams. Her shot up and no good. And a foul on Dowling will be on Gaber. Iams to the free throw line for two. And on Grace Gaber, that'll be her third foul. Yeah, a little mismatch there for Gaber. Uh, 42. Iams has been doing a great job when she gets a, a mismatch down there. She's going to the line right now for two shots. Uh, Coach Sullivan called up a nice set play out of that timeout. A timeout he called with the ball in the air. And his team... Making the three-pointer, but uh, official already granted to him. The ball was then shot. So free throw no good by Iams. 54-52. Ames by two with 56 seconds remaining. Second free throw good. The Little Cyclones lead by three. 55-52. Dowling in the front court. Here's Clark with it. In the lane. And a shot with the right hand no good. Gets her own rebound. And a put back up and good. Yeah, really good job of sticking with it right there and getting her own rebound there and putting it back in. 41 seconds left. 25 points for Clark. And now Ames with the basketball. Wait guarded by McVeigh. And she loses the basketball. Clark comes away with it. we got a timeout Dowling with 34 seconds remaining. McVeigh and Clark surrounded Wait, And the Maroons call the timeout with 34 seconds remaining. This will be a full timeout, and we will take one ourselves. Ames 55, Dowling 54 when we return. Dowling ball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform 
around the world online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. And welcome back to the Ames Gym alongside Kevin O'Hare, Mark Amadale on this Valentine's Day night. 30 seconds remaining, Dowling basketball, and the Maroons trail by one to Ames, 55-54. Clark now with it, coming off a ball screen by Nightong. Caitlin in the lane, pull-up jumper, good! Dowling with the one-point lead, and Caitlin Clark with 27 points to lead Dowling. 56-55 Maroons. Keep an eye on Carolyn Waite right here. Hard drive by Iams. Oh, she got fouled. Yes, she did. Iams went on the right side, fouled by, I think, Nye Tong. And on Nye, that'll be her fourth foul. Iams hit the deck, but she'll shoot free throws, and she's shaking up. Looks like her uh, left wrist. Holding her wrist. And it's her non-shooting hand. And... Now the official is <laughs> discussing with Joel well, Sullivan. I think say, as a coach, if you come on the floor, you've got to take her out of the game. Or That's call a timeout. Yeah, and so I think because he already came all the way on the court. So stoppage to play with eight seconds remaining, 56-55, dialing by one. Injury right now to Ashley Iams. You're right, Kevin, holding her left wrist. She comes out of the game, and now and she's taken back to the locker room. Not to the end of the bench, to the locker room. And now coming into the ball game for Ains, Morgan Seibert will be in. Seibert, a 54% free throw shooter, will shoot two free throws here. A chance to tie and give Ames a lead. Yeah, Coach Sullivan knows something we don't because he just put in a 54% free throw shooter. All right, Seibert eyes the bucket. And first free throw up, no good. One more coming. Oh, how devastating is that? And now I see the Maroons put in Lexi Bowles here to get a big rebound. Eight seconds remaining, Dowling by one. Second free throw coming by Seibert, who has two points tonight. It's up and no good. Rebound slapped around, and Bowles with the rebound and a timeout, Dowling. Really good job there by Dowling to get a timeout with the ball in Lexi's hands. And it'll be both Ames and Dowling have two timeouts remaining, and Dowling now down to their last timeout. Unfortunately for the Maroons, if this was women's college basketball, they'd be able to advance to the front court. But since they called timeout, Bowles got the rebound for the Maroons right on the right block. Dowling will throw it in, and they will have a dead ball. They're, they're, they cannot run the baseline with their inbounder. So something to keep track of here in the final moments, Mr. O'Hare. Yeah, key timeout there. Now they can design a play. I'm guessing your ball is going to try to come to Caitlin as, as quickly as possible. They do have a timeout left if they need to use it. Uh, Ames is going to have to go for a quick steal, uh, and they're going to have about two seconds to do that before they're going to have to foul really quickly. It'll be one and one for Dowling as Ames only has 18 fouls. Yep, and uh, our score is Ames, or excuse me, Dowling leading Ames by one, 56-55. We'll see what kind of defense Ames comes out in. They even guard the ball because uh, Gipple will throw it in. It's Gipple, Bulls, Clark, Gaber, and McVeigh. So Gipple will throw it in. Bowles and Clark in the back court, and McVeigh and Gaber in the front court for Dowling. 
And they'll get it to Clark. And they'll let her come after him. And a foul called on Ames in the backcourt. So with six seconds remaining, Ames commits the foul. And it'll be on Brooks Spragans. So now let's get ahead of ourselves a little bit here and say she makes them both. If you're the Maroons and you're up three with six seconds left, I think you got a foul, right? You got a foul. That's something that the Dowling boys were in against North on Monday, and they were going to foul, but they got the steal. Simon Daniel got the steal right at half court where we sit here at Ames, and the game was over after that. Let's see what happens here. She goes to the line for the first of one and one. All right, Clark, free throw good. And Caitlin has struggled at the line tonight. It's her 28th point. It's 57-55, Dowling by two. Now, Ames has two timeouts. I'm guessing Coach Sullivan will use one after uh, this free throw by Clark. Second one on the way, good. Nothing but the bottom of the net. Clark with 29 No points. timeouts by either team. Caroline Waits bringing the ball up. Although court. there's two timeouts for Ames by Ames. Here's Wait for three to tie it, and it's no good, and the Maroons come away with the win. And uh, yeah, I, was, I meant no timeouts were called in that seven seconds after that free throw. I was shocked. 58-55 the final. Dowling comes from behind here in the second half and defeats Ames by three. So the Maroons go into the postseason with a record of 18-3. Dowling has won 12 of their last 13 games, and they escape with the win here on the road over Ames in the rematch, 58-55. Mr. O'Hare, and your seat to my right was in jeopardy. Let's let me know. Uh, I after. think you hit the, the nail on the head there. We escaped. <laughs> um, again, I, I'd love to get Coach Sullivan on the uh, radio for a little bit because I know, again, know he does a great job, but I, I would like to hear his thoughts on the free throw shooter coming into the game after the injury. To the home and away voice of Dallin Catholic's. Yeah, you're right, and, to Kevin. And then uh, the note just kind of let the last seven seconds play itself out. All right, final score, Dowling with the win over Ames, 58-55. The Maroons move on to postseason play as the Maroons get a first-round bye on Wednesday. They will face Des Moines-Lincoln one week from tomorrow on Saturday, February 22nd at uh, 5 o'clock at the Dowling Gym. Lincoln at Dowling, first round, or it would be the semifinal round of the girls' regional. And the Ames Little Cyclones fall to 10-11 and 11 with the loss tonight. And uh, they will face the winner on Saturday of the Sioux City North, Sioux City West winner on Wednesday. Ames will host that winner next Saturday at 5 o'clock here at Ames. Again, the final, Dowling 58, Ames 55 in the girls' contest. The boys have taken the court. We'll take a break and post-game the girls' game from the Ames Little Cyclone Gym. Along with Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks to David Beltram, our studio producer. Back with our post-game show in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. 
Thank you to Tumia & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TumiaAndSons.net. And we're back here at the Ames Little Cyclone Gymnasium as we're between games right now. Final in the first game. Dowling Catholic with the win over Ames, 58-55, as we have one of my favorite songs being played in the background here at Ames. Thunderstruck. Yeah. Huh? On Valentine's Day night. Great song. (laughs) Speaking of Valentine's, Mark. uh, Yes, sir. what What did you do today? I mean, I would imagine flowers, chocolate, something. Uh, there sounds like a hesitation. I, I'm, I'm counting up free throws here. I need your calculator. My wife got a beautiful bouquet of flowers delivered to by Bozens this morning at her place of business, which is Meredith Corporation in downtown Des Moines, Kevin O'Hare. Did she say they were beautiful, or is that oh, you? Oh, you want to see the you want to see the text? What if I say no, I don't? Well, uh, <laughs> you're going to show me anyway. I'm going to show you anyway. I mean, Randy Morrow, I already showed you. You already found out his. The flowers are beautiful. Uh, hey. Everybody lies. Everybody lies. <laughs> I don't think my wife's one of those. She, just, she does not does lie. Does she listen to the show often? To the point where, like, should we say hi to her or is she not listening tonight? Um, depends what's going on. She's got my daughter, you know, Kay. tonight. So they're out doing what girls do. Uh, they, they might be at the game sometimes. Not tonight, though. They, they'd love to come to Hickory Park. Best thing in Ames, by the way. So I got we got to total these up. That's why I was. Uh, well, and yeah, while well, you told us some of those up, I'm uh, gonna, your thoughts on the I'm on the do game? A lot of unofficial numbers here. I, okay, you go right uh, ahead. I really got into my numbers and started the second quarter, which is pretty professional. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had both teams almost having more offensive rebounds than they did defensive rebounds uh, in the last three quarters. Neither team had a ton of assists, but again, a lot of that had to do with. Kaylin Clark creating for herself. Caroline Waite creating for herself. Two phenomenal basketball players. Uh, turnovers, again, unofficial, but I didn't have – I had three or four for each team for the last three quarters. Uh, rebounds, I had Dowling for about 12, and I had uh, Ames for 5, 10, 14, about 15, and a lot of those were by the Lipsy girl who uh, really good around the glass. And for the Maroons – a lot of those were by Emma Gipple and Lexi Bowles. And, uh, again, I don't think you can give Lexi Bowles enough credit there when Caitlin went to the bench, her stepping up, and, uh, again, the rest of the players. You know, credit to them for finding her and for her to finish. And when she got double teamed, she would find them for kickouts, uh, for, for threes. Ella McVeigh, I know, had one. and. Uh, so just a really good job by, it, by all of them. And the Dowling Perimeter players fed Lexi Bowles in the paint as she posted up. She's a left-handed player, but more than likely, I think 70% of her shots came from that left block. But she uh, hit a nice shot on the right block, too, with a little inside pivot and a score. So you're exactly right. The Maroons found Bowles with Caitlin Clark on the bench. Yeah, and I'm going to do a better job for all our listeners out there who are on their way home from that special dinner that they had that they took their someone. I'm going to do a better job here in the – 
in the men's game as I'm going to keep track of stats a little better. So you guys are welcome. And, and folks, that comes from my broadcast partner tonight who's doing double duties here for Steve Devenny and for Mike Swain, and he's dateless tonight on Valentine's wow. Day. That is the Kevin O'Hare, the 19-year-ahead boys freshman coach at Dowling Catholic who, uh, what, career win number 300 earlier this month, and uh, congratulations on that. Of course, you're counting the B and the A games at Dowling, so you average about, what, 12 12 wins a year. That's we not were, bad. If we're counting them both, we're over 500 easy. Oh, uh, we're going to do that. And again, huh? I'm not sure the listeners are concerned about whether I have a date tonight. I don't know how we kind of threw that in the mix, but. Oh, O'Connor, Coach O'Connor thought it was pretty good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. That's true. Let's take a look at the scoring tonight. First of all, for Dowling, the road team. Maroons pick up their 18th win on the year. They're 18-3 now. They're 9-1, and their co-champs with Johnson, depending on what Johnson, uh, how Johnson's game came tonight as they went to uh, Ankeny for their uh, final regular season girls contest. Uh, Dowling led by Caitlin Clark with 29 points, uh, followed up by Lexi Bowles off the bench with 10. They were the two Dowling players with double figures. Seven points for Emma Gipple, and then three points for Grace Gaber, three points for Ella McVeigh, and two points for Meg Simplot. Dowling 11 of 17 at the free throw line. And now for the uh, Ames Little Cyclones, they were led by Caroline Waite with 31 points. Ashley Iams finished with nine points, but in the final second, she injured her left wrist, and that induced uh, uh, off the bench, that would be uh, Morgan Seibert to come in and knock down or have two free throws. She missed them both. And Dowling got the rebound and kind of sealed the win with Clark's uh, free throws being good. So Iams finished with nine points but injured her left wrist. We'll see how that factors into the postseason frames. Five points for Brooke Spragans. Four points for Tegan Lipsy, who battled foul trouble, had no points through three quarters and had four free throws in the fourth quarter for her four points. And then one point for Madeline Timmermans off the bench. Little Cyclones' Kevin O'Hare went 13 of 23 at the free throw line. They were 8 of 10 in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter, but they were just 5 of 13 at the free throw line in the fourth quarter and missed eight free throws. That uh, if you make half of those, this game's a different game, and Ames is walking away with a win. Yeah, uh, and again, speaking of some of those free throws, you don't see some of those being missed by some of the girls on either team. Uh, probably a little wake-up call for the Maroons heading into sub-state. Uh, maybe they slept walk a little into this game and, and again I think it also tells Ames what they're capable of heading into sub-state going toe-to-toe with one of the top three or four teams in the state. No question we're going to take a break we're between games the Dowling girls a winner tonight 58-55 over Ames we're going to take a break come back we'll preview the boys contest Dowling and Ames Ames won by two at Dowling last month we'll see if things can change here last year the teams went in overtime so we look forward to that as uh, we'll <laughs> we'll move on to the boys contest we'll preview that coming up again the final dowling girls defeat ames 58 55 here at the ames gym and for kevin o'hare i'm mark Amadeo back in one minute on iowa catholic radio the home and away voice of dowling catholic sports and activities iowa catholic radio kwky des moines k233 bt des moines kihs adel 
Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And we're back here at the Ames Gymnasium alongside Kevin O'Hare and Mark Amadale as we get set for game two of our doubleheader. Congratulations to Dowling Girls, a 58-55 win for the second-ranked Maroons as they are Central Conference co-champs with Johnson, depending on how Johnson's game came out tonight at Ankeny. And the Dowling Girls now go into the postseason with a record of 18-3 and and winning their Fifth straight over Ames tonight. And, Kevin, we got the boys' contest, something you're a little bit more familiar with, the Dowling boys. And the rematch with Ames earlier was Ames defeating Dowling 61-59 back on that Monday makeup date, January 20th. And uh, we've almost been a, oh, three and a half weeks since that happened, and a lot's happened. Uh, Dowling boys uh, come in with a record of 12-6. and six. They've uh, won four in a row, including that exciting win over North, 84-83, where Dowling trailed by 12 in the final five minutes. And, Came out with a road win over the Polar Bears. And the Ames Little Cyclones come in. Their record, 9-10. and 10. They're just 3-6 and six in conference play. But more importantly, they went uh, they've been their, their record is 3-5 and five since beating Dowling back in January. So that was a night we heard Coach O'Connor. Ames shot 80% from the field, and that was just unheard of statistics. They actually shot poorer from the free throw line than they did from the field, but thus, thus the two-point win over... Uh, by Ames over Dowling, but tonight is the rematch. Yeah, I was there. I saw it firsthand. It was impressive, and it was all done, uh, led by Keyshawn Brooks, who I believe had 35 points. Uh, at the same time, I think if you're the Maroons coming out of that game, I think uh, you you uh, you're happy because you gave up. A, you know, the other team shot 80 percent from the field, and you lost by two or three points. Right. So again, there's a lot to be taken away from both teams. I don't think. Tonight you're going to see the game in the 80s like you did against North the other night. Uh, I think Ames will try to control the, the offense and the ball a little bit more and uh, keep it out of Dowling's hands. And uh, I'm thinking you're going to see a game in the low to mid-50s. Well, we'll see how that all transpires. Obviously the Dowling boys, uh, after winning eight straight, they lost five straight, but then rebounded with wins over number 10 Dubuque Hempstead and defeated uh, Mason City, Urbandale, and Des Moines North on Tuesday night. So Dowling boys have got a four-game winning streak going on as uh, you're feeding their officials. That doesn't look good. Uh, you know, I mean, what are the Ames people going to think? Well, I, mean, I think we we're, we lost by two or three. We need to feed the officials. <laughs> we need some help, it sounds like. And for Ames, uh, well, they go with a very deliberate lineup. They, uh, they, they start their starting five, and they bring in a couple players off the bench. This is a team that has lost. Casey Mum out with a, a knee injury for the season. Taman Lipsy, their uh, you know, All-American, 
uh, if I would call for a high school player uh, out for the year with an ACL, torn ACL, playing ACL, AAU ball. And then Derek Papin, another a junior who they were counting on, broke his hand. So they were out three starters, and they just put this together. And here Vance Downs has his team nearly at 500. They come in with a 9-10 and 10 record. But uh, they matched up well with Dowling the last time they played. They slowed the ball, the game down. Uh, they ran off a minute, minute and a half on the clock, and they started their offense. And so they just reduced the game, and it came out to the game plan came out for names victory on the road. What does Dowling have to do when you get in a situation like that? And Coach O'Connor for Dowling will face that tonight. Well, I mean, I think you're going to see the offense run through Ryan Riggs, especially down low. Uh, and then from the perimeter, you're going to get what you get with Matt Stillwell, a heck of an athlete who's going to drive the ball hard, make really good plays, and then. Coach O.C. mentioned this earlier during the girls' game. Omaha and Drew Daniel have been playing great. Mike Keel has been playing great. Uh, I would imagine Ames is going to come out here tonight. They're going to throw a bunch of different things at Dowling from Zone's perspective. If you look here at Ames warming up, they're not very big. Dowling is huge. They're tall. They're long. I think it would be a tough man-to-man matchup by Ames. So I think you're going to see a lot of zones and uh, see make Dowling shoot the ball from the perimeter. All right, let's take a look at the starting lineups tonight. They're going to be introduced here at the Ames Gym, and we'll start with Dowling. The head coach is Mike O'Connor in his 14th year and just got uh, career win number 200 in the win over North uh, 84-83 on Tuesday night in a game you heard on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coach O'Connor, 200 wins, 111 losses, 65% winning percentage, all at Dowling Catholic in his 14 years. Assisted by Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, Pat Henkenius, and the guy to my right, who my broadcast partner, the freshman coach Kevin O'Hare, who is dateless tonight. I did. I mentioned wow. that a few times wow. on Valentine's night. Wow. Not only have you mentioned it, but we've gotten follow-up texts from oh, yes. I like Randy Morrow, who yeah. Lord knows why he's not out on a date taking care of his beautiful wife tonight. He, and it, it, she is. Talk Saint, about out kicking your coverage for the love. Oh, my goodness. All right, Dowling will start at one guard. Michael Keel, a 5'10 senior, averaging uh, three and a half points. He'll wear number three. The other guard's Matt Stillwell coming off a missed two games with an ankle injury and started the other night against North, a 6'2 senior, averaging 12 points and three and a half rebounds. He'll wear number five. And one forward is Drew Daniel for Dowling, a 6'6 senior, averaging 9.6 rebounds. He'll wear number 33. And Omaha Baloo, a 6'7 freshman. Averaging six points, three and a half rebounds. He is the other forward, wearing number 41. In the center, as you heard Kevin talk about, Ryan Riggs. Riggs, a 6'8 junior, averaging 12 points, six and a half rebounds, leads the team with 26 blocks. He'll wear number 21. So for Dowling, it's Keel Stillwell, Drew Daniel, Omaha Baloo, and Ryan Riggs. Maroons come in averaging 58 and a half points on offense and give up 48 and a half points on defense. Dowling's record 12 and 6, and they're just outside the top 10 in the AP poll, and ranked uh, or not ranked, and 5 and 4 in Central Conference play. The series against Ames, uh, Ames leads the series 8 to 7, and Dowling's last win was here in Ames three years ago, 53-43, but. Uh, Ames has a three-game winning streak against the against the Maroons. Uh, and again, the previous meeting, Ames winning that 61-59 at Dowling. Now for the Ames Little Cyclones, the head coach is Vance Downs in his 16th year, 242 wins, 132 losses. They bring a record of 9-10 overall, and they're 3-6 and six in Central Conference play. They'll start at one guard. The point guard and the coach's son is Cooper Downs. Cooper is a uh, 6'3 senior, averaging four and a half points. Leads the team with five assists. He'll wear number 22. The other guard is Keyshawn Brooks. Brooks, a 6'1 junior, averaging 13 and a half points. 
And he leads the team with 39 made threes. And he had 35 against Dowling in the first meeting. And uh, Brooks wore number 30. The third guard is Jamison DeLisi, a 6'2 senior, averaging 5.5 points. He wore number 32 at one forward. Jonas Strawhacker, Strawhacker, a 6'3 senior, averaging 6.5 points, 3.5 rebounds. He wore number 34 at center for Ames. The sophomore, 6'5 sophomore, Corey Phillips, averaging 9.6 rebounds. And... Leads the team with 27 steals and 16 blocks. So for Ames again, it's Cooper Downs, Keyshawn Brooks, Jamison DeLisi, Jonas Strawhacker, and Corey Phillips. Little Cyclones average 45 points on offense, 49 points on defense. Their assistant coaches are Dana Goodwin and Jeff Steinis. And uh, Kevin O'Hare, we're about ready for basketball as... Scott Cook ready to toss the ball in the air. And your thoughts, Dowling and Ames, a rematch. And if Ames has the basketball, you know they're going to hold it and take time off the clock. And that's yeah. very frustrating if you're a Dowling, and Dowling fan and playing defense for the Maroons. It is. I think you're going to see Omaha matched up with Keyshawn Brooks. Uh, use that length and size. Uh, again, compare and contrast type styles here. Ames is small. Their tallest player out there is 6'5", but after him it's about 6'2", 6'1". Dowling starting three kids over 6'6". Uh, I think they're going to pound the ball inside. Uh, Ames is going to try to control the ball, and we'll see how things play out. Ankeny Centennial, the number one ranked team in the AP poll in Class 4A, followed by Cedar Falls, Waterloo West, Iowa City West, and North Scott. That's the top five. Waukee, Dubuque Senior, Council Bluffs, Lincoln, Valley, Hempstead, and Indianola round out the top ten in high school boys' rankings. And Dowling wins a tip. Here's Stillwell with it. Gets to Omaha Balloon. He loses the ball out of bounds. Pass a little low by Stillwell threw it right at Omaha's feet. Out of bounds to Ames as we're underway. Yeah, Ames came out and surprised me. Man-to-man defense right out of the gate. Uh, and here we go. We have Omaha on Keyshawn Brooks. So we'll see you, how that one plays this out. This is you talked about. Here's Brooks with it. Tries to dribble inside. And Omaha stymies that. Leaves it for Corey Phillips. Now with it is uh, Jamison DeLisi. Little dribble weave with the three guards. And now Phillips has it top of the key guarded by Riggs. Here's DeLisi with it. Over to Brooks, guarded by Ballou. No score underway. Dowling girls a winner tonight. They came from behind to uh, knock off Ames, 58-55 in game one. Ames now taking a lot of time off the clock, but they're not delaying it, uh, Mike. They're not. They just have, or Kevin, they just haven't uh, found an angle right so now. So I've just counted 11 passes so far and on the first possession. There's 12. And we're already a minute into the game with the ball for Ames is Strawhacker, guarded by Drew Daniel. Now trying to go baseline is Cooper Downs. Gets to Phillips on the baseline. Ames very deliberate. They've already been for a minute and 20. This is the game you want to see that shot clock. <laughs> right, 17 passes without a shot, 18. Uh-huh. Kevin O'Hare, my shot clock coordinator tonight. And now here is Brooks for three good, and they continue their hot shooting against Dowling. So that's what happened. I mean, you, you, throw, you make 19 passes, and then you hit a three. So that kudos to them. Ames in a uh, looks like a 2-3 zone. And Dowling with the basketball. Keel to Ballou over on the left side to Drew Daniel. Back to Keel, top of the key. Over to Daniel. On the baseline goes from the left side to Riggs. Uh, inside it goes to Ballou. His shot no good. A whistle to foul. Before. And they're going to give Ballou two free throws or out of bounds. They're going to call it on the ground. We'll see our officials tonight for game two. Joey Townsell, David Suther, and Scott Cook. And they're going to call Strawhacker for the foul. His first. And now we got a lot of conversation going on in that uh, line as inbounds play for Dowling. And now Ballou 
chatting it up with Straw Hacker, and they're just talking about how good their freshman basketball coaches were right. at Dowling and at Ames, I think. They're fighting for position, <laughs> and uh, Omaha was looking for something, and he was not going to allow them to have it. Keith Papin, the head freshman coach at Ames, and uh, my partner Kevin O'Hare tonight, the freshman coach at Dowling, they're just saying, hey, we got great freshman coaches. Ballou in the lane. It shot up no good. Rims out. A rebound out to Ames. This is Brooks with it. Keyshawn in the front court. The little Cyclones will set their offense. Three to nothing, Ames. And it was hot shooting the first time these two teams met at Dowling, and it's continued. Ames 80% from the field in that contest. Here's Brooks with it. Four out. And once in a while, somebody in. Now they get it underneath the Phillips. It shot up no good. Rebound Dowling and Riggs. One and done is Ames. Yeah, and that's what's going to have to happen because they take so much time trying to get a shot up. You're going to have to make sure you get every defensive rebound. Here is underneath. Still well with the shot up and good. The basket will count and a foul on the little Cyclones. And let's see who they're going to get. They're going to get the big guy, I think, uh, Phillips. That's going to be something to watch, too, because, again, he's the only guy that I see on this team uh, that plays significant minutes who's 6'5". Uh, so if he gets in any kind of foul trouble. And Matt coming off that ankle injury, hits the free throw. It's good. And we're tied at three. Dowling and Ames here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Five and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter of this boys' contest. We had an exciting girls' finish. Dowling girls had to come from behind to pick up the win on the road. And the Dowling boys trying to pick up a win on the road. They did on Tuesday night as they defeated North. But coming to Ames, a place they lost to in overtime last year. And the Little Cyclones now getting their deliberate offense. 17 passes on their first possession. <laughs> I can't wait to hear updates there. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're keeping track of every pass right now, I'm, which is I'm, Ames. I'm, doing. In, I'm in shock. I mean, if I was on Ames right now and that ball got swung back to me that third time around, it's going up, Mark. <laughs> I, I know. I saw you play. I called your games, remember? What was that, 30 years ago? There's a back. good pass down low to Corey Phillips for and a layup. Good. That was a bullet pass by the coach's son, Cooper Downs. And Phillips with the basket, as you mentioned, and it's Ames leading 5-3. to three. They go out, they get back and do a 2-3 zone. Phillips, the sophomore, with the his first basket. Again, they're going to try to lull you to sleep a little bit, get you out of position, and then try to get a quick bucket, which they just did right there. There's Dowling with the ball. Drew Daniel dribble penetrates. His shot no good, and we got a whistle and a foul called on Phillips again, and that's his second. And, you know, that's something we don't see a whole lot, Drew Daniel attacking the glass. He, you know, he's a nice perimeter shooter. Leads Dowling in three-point made baskets, but you have to keep him honest and attack, and Drew did that, and all of a sudden, Ames, the starting center, is on the bench with two fouls. Yeah, just uh, three and a half minutes into the game, too, so they don't have a player on the floor right now who's taller than 6'4". And the ball comes into Ryan Riggs, quick he, little post move. And his shot up, and it rolls off the rim, no good from the right block. A little left-handed shot by Riggs, and a foul on Ames. Well, we do have kind of a dead ball while Ryan Riggs goes to the line. I do have to give a quick shout-out to your most loyal listeners of all time, and that would be Michael Keogh's grandparents, the CeCe family, outside of uh, inside Springfield, Illinois area. I know they're listening tonight. Two of my favorite people in the world, and for whatever reason, they really, really like you. Because I talk so highly about their grandson, sons. First shot was in, second shot's up. That shot is in as well. We Riggs, are tied. Riggs with two free throws. And as you mentioned, tied at five. I, I do the play-by-play. -play, you do the color. Come on, you, Dick Vitale. Give had, me an angle. You had your you head know? down. I was just trying to help you out. Uh, a good color guy will pick that up. We, we're, we're learning after game one, the girls' <laughs> game. 
Five all. Dowling and Ames. Four minutes remaining. First quarter. This is quite the matchup with uh, Brooks and uh, Omaha. That was not the matchup in the first meeting between the two. As the ball was headed for you and a bad pass that time by Ames. Goes out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball as uh, Strawhacker threw it away. You know, and you can kind of, I don't say make fun of Ames for the deliberate pace. They, they play to their strengths, right? They've got a lot of guys who are injured. Uh, so they've got a lot of scoring that's in street clothes tonight. So they've yeah. got to slow the ball down a little bit and play their game. Drew Daniel in the lineup for uh, Dowling. Or check that, Andrew Lynch in the lineup for Dowling. He comes in and now Riedel for three. It's no good. He's in the lineup. Matt Riedel checked in, and so did uh, Andrew Lynch to the bench for Dowling. Let's see. Riggs or Drew Daniel sits down, and so does uh, Stillwell. So changes to the Dowling lineup as the shot was no good. Ball tipped out of bounds. It'll be Ames' possession. Three and a half minutes remaining, first quarter. Yeah, and you see team foul-wise, uh, Ames has four. Dowling doesn't have any. Ames is running a lot of cutters from and the top, trying to get the ball to Keyshawn Brooks. And I recall the first meeting between the two, uh, Dowling was in foul trouble because they got frustrated playing minutes upon minutes of defense without seeing a shot. Lots of passes, and now here is Brooks for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling and Riggs. Here's Keel with it. Down to Omaha Baloo. Pull-up jumper in transition. No good. Rebound Ames. Omaha shot the three from the right wing. And now Brooks for three. It's up and no good. Rebound Riggs and Dowling. Both teams settling for threes. Here's Keel. Down the lane he goes. Gives it out to uh, Riedel. His shot partially blocked by Ames. And Cooper Downs with the block. Rebounded by the Little Cyclones. So there was a little helter-skelter there, both teams. Three shots up in about 25 seconds. I think you're going to see the ball slowing down a lot right now. Patrick Craffle in for Ames, 6'4", junior, replacing Corey Phillips, who's on the bench with two fouls for Little Cyclones. Tied at five. Been that way for a minute and a half. Just saying. (laughs) Hey, we're going to get out of here at a decent hour tonight if it goes this quick. You're the one in a hurry. you got to drive to uh, Davenport, at least halfway to Davenport. I'm, I'm concerned. I don't want fog to set in tonight because we had melting snow today, so I'm, I'm concerned for your safety, I'll as I always right. am. I'll be all right. All right. Tied at five, two minutes remaining. we got a uh, Nerf ball on the court and retrieved nicely by our one of our officials, Dave Suther. They'll call that a dead ball. So the, the Maroons will bring in three new subs with uh, Matt Riedel, Joe Stracco, and Matt Stilwell. Blue and Lynch and Keel will check out. Coach O'Connor keeps his rotation in. We'll see Joe Stracco, as you mentioned, for the first time tonight. Joe, 5'10", senior. And Stillwell back in after getting the start. Craffle with it. They reverse the ball on the perimeter, does Ames. Now they set up a three by DeLisi. It's up and good. That's Jamison DeLisi with his 26-3 of the year. And Ames' baskets, two threes and a two, and it's 8-5 to five Ames. Yeah, really good set play by Ames. They come back into 2-3 zone. And Strocko entry pass from the left baseline inside to Riggs, and his shot with the hook good. And Riggs with his fourth point. 8-7, Ames by one. Little Cyclones dribbling the front court. Cooper Downs gets it to Brooks. They reverse the right side over to Strawhacker. Guarded by Drew Daniel of Dowling. Maroons stay man-to-man. Ames has been in that zone here in the first half. Minute 10 remaining. Are you still counting passes there, uh, O'Hare? I, I, I'm, I'm about to black out. I'm seeing so many passes. This, <laughs> this is unreal. This is the first meeting all over, except Dowling is ready for this. I think the Maroons got caught up in it. You play defense for a minute. 
And then they take a shot, and 80% of them went in that night. I'll tell you, a key to this <laughs> is if you're the opponent of it, you've got to get a lead to, to get them out of this. Because uh, if they keep that lead, again, they're going to be able to do this as long as they want. Little Cyclones have held the ball another minute. 40 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. And here's Keyshawn Brooks. Works the right side, double team. Tries to find an open player, and he does. Gets it over to Craffle. He drives in the lane. His shot no good. Battling against Riedel, and a foul called on Matt. Nice job by Craffle. He decided to take it to the hole, and he drew the foul. This is where, and I mean this the nicest way possible, but if I was on that Ames bench, I would be in the transfer portal right about now. Uh, as I see how many shots are getting up <laughs> per uh, quarter. <laughs> uh, the ki- parents don't want their kids commuting to Boone or Nevada. Free throw good <laughs> right. by Craffle. Come on. That was a big offensive rebound by Craffle, too. Again, they, they about 80 seconds off the clock. Not the greatest shot. Uh, gets his own rebound. Now he's going to the line for a second shot here. 9-7 to seven aims. Craffle, 6'4", junior. 57% free throw shooter. Makes them both. Must have had lessons from you. Yeah. Spot on right. free throw shooter. 24 seconds left. I think you're going to see the Maroons take the last shot. Possession arrow favors Ames. I think you will. 20 seconds remaining. Strockel between the circles. He and Stillwell and Daniel on the perimeter. Omaha Baloo and Ryan Riggs near the lane. Strockel works the left side. As Dowling calls a set play, they get Stillwell in the lane. And a shot to the left hand, no good. Tip, no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter. And the Ames Little Cyclones lead Dowling by the score of 10-7. to 7, Along with uh, Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadil. Back at the uh, Ames gym for quarter number two. It's the Dowling boys trailing by three, 10-7 at the end of the first quarter. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Ames Gymnasium alongside Kevin O'Hare. I'm Mark Amadale. Back with the uh, second quarter is just underway. Ames inbounds the ball. Little Cyclones lead Dowling 10-7 here in this boys' contest. If you join us late, the Dowling girls are winner tonight, 58-55. And now the boys with the turnover. And, oh, Michael Keel gets the steal, and then he palms the basketball in transition. Great, great steal on his end. <laughs> uh, and then as he was in fast break, he wanted to make the pass to Omaha, got a little ahead of himself. You know, I look at Michael Keel and the fans here. So that was the MVP of the state championship football game, the guy that plays kind of that hybrid linebacker cornerback. That Michael Keel. I tell you, he is uh, probably the toughest 5'10", 100-and-whatever-pound kid I've ever been around. 
Their gra- and his grandparents are listening to us in Illinois, right? I they are. Be, I just want to be sure. Valentine's Day. Grandma and Grandpa Akio, uh, this guy O'Hare, uh, no date tonight. That's why he's with me. <laughs> Usually we have a guy that breaks the game down, the, the Dick Vitale high school basketball, Mike Swain, uh, with me. But he took his lovely wife, Molly, out on a date. And uh, my other broadcast partner, Steve Devinney, took his lovely wife, Tracy, out after Kevin begged him to take well, Tracy Well, I can tell you right now, something. Grandma Cece would love to go to dinner with me. So, <laughs> All right. Here is Ames with the basketball. Yes, we're talking because Ames is passing up to 12 right now. Little Cyclones with it. Jay Rathie in there, number 20 for head coach Vance Downs and Ames Little Cyclones. It's Rathie along with Keyshawn Brooks. Craffle stays in as Corey Phillips are starting center on the bench with two fouls. But Phillips back in now. So I see they've adjusted their lineup. Give them some guys a rest. Little Cyclones playing Catch on the perimeter. Five out, nobody in right now, O'Hare. How do you do that? That's 14 right there. I knew you weren't losing count. You can use your phone as a calculator. I just want to let you know that. Here's Phillips with the dribbles in the lane. Nearly had it stolen away and finally gets it to uh, Cooper Downs on the baseline. Back out to Phillips for three. It's no good. Rebound Stillwell. And Dowling plays defense for a minute and a half it comes away with the basketball without a score How about yeah that? which is what you got to do if the team well i aims through the ball 17 passes and then you take a three with your six five guy who i don't believe is a great three-point shooter i know coach downs was not that happy there there's still well with it for dowling handoff on the right side to omaha Baloo gets back beyond the three-point arc guarded by cooper downs cut off in the baseline he throws it away stolen by craftville down court to Keyshawn brooks and they're going to call a whistle and a foul on dowling i believe yeah, I think Omaha kind of ran out of real estate there on the baseline, got himself into a little no-man's land, tried to throw a one-handed left-handed pass that just got picked off at the last second. Keel with the foul, his first. Probably a good foul there, too. I mean, I think uh, Keyshawn was going to take that ball in and lay it in pretty easily. Team foul number three on Dowling here in the second half. Ames with four. Free throws coming, and Keyshawn Brooks the line hits the first free throw. Ames went two for two at the free throw line in the first quarter. Dowling was a perfect 3-for-3 at the line in the first quarter as Ames outscored Dowling 10-3. Second free throw good by Brooks. He has five points to lead Ames in scoring tonight. Delisi has three points, two points for uh, Craffle off the bench, and two points for Corey Phillips, who battled foul trouble. For Dowling, the Maroons are led by Ryan Riggs with four points. Matt Stillwell has three. Now a corner three by Drew Daniel up off the back iron. No good. Fight for the rebound, and they're going to give it to Ames as Riggs poked it away from Corey Phillips, and uh, Phillips will inbound the ball. Maybe. Dowling, full-court pressure here. Yeah, Kevin I think here. they're going to try to speed things up and try and dictate the pace a little bit. Here's Cooper Downs with it after, they inbound it, after he inbounds it to Phillips. Downs guarded by Drew Daniel. Gets, in the free, gets it across the line. Underneath, the shot up, and good. That's Strawhacker on the back end of the press, and he shoots and scores his first two points. Yeah, I mean, and Ames did a good job there uh, with their press baker to get a quick bucket there. I don't think Dowling minds it too much. Speed the play up a little bit. Good move by Omaha right there. 14-7 Ames, and now Omaha shot no good, but Ryan Riggs on the weak side rebound puts it through. See, if you're down, obviously the more shots you get up, the more opportunities you're going to get for offensive rebounds on a team like this. So I think you got to continue to get those shots up. I don't think Omaha realized how open he was. He shot the ball. He hit. He used the right. Uh, he used the glass. He shot it from the right uh, sideline of the lane, but too strong. And then Riggs on the weak side 
put it through. Five minutes remaining here in the second quarter. 14-9 is our score. Ames with a five-point lead. And now a near steal by Drew Daniel as Phillips gets tied up and finally gets it to his point guard, Cooper Downs. Yeah, and Ames again running offense. They're trying to get some backdoor cuts. Dowling's doing a pretty good job of defending that. This is Strawhacker with it. A couple dribbles. I know they're over double figures and dribbles with this possession once again. You know who's not on this team? James Harden. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? (laughs) He'd be launching from half court. 14-9. Yes, Ames still dribbling around. Cooper Downs fakes the three. Looks inside to Phillips. Can't get it to him. Now dribbling in the lane. A straw hacker. His shot is blocked and picked up by Dowling and Omaha Blue. Really good defensive possession by the Maroons. (laughs) That was another minute, over a minute, playing defense and Good things happen. Here's Drew Daniel with it. Gets it to Stillwell. Now he'll get it back to Michael Keel, who will run the point. Guarded by Brooks. Dribble handoffs. Dowling rotating their guards. This is Riggs with it. In the corner for Ballou. Omaha for three. It's off the back iron. No good. Riggs pokes it away and keeps it alive into the hands of Stillwell. Really nice. good job by Ryan Riggs there. He was nifty there. He avoided the foul. Now Ballou again for three in the right corner. Up. No good. Rebound Riggs. Ryan with it. Gets it out to Stillwell. Third possession for Dowling here on this That's offensive set. All good looks by Omaha there in the corner, wide open. Uh, he's got to take that shot. I know he can shoot the ball pretty well from out there. So oh, just look at one. the expression. Underneath the rigs, he shot up and no good. He drew the foul. Weak side help that time from Cooper Downs. and Unsung hero that possession, uh, Ryan Riggs, right? Two big offensive rebounds and uh, to give the Maroons a couple more opportunities. Now he's going to the line for two shots. So on Downs, that's his first foul. 15 foul on Ames. Riggs the line for two. First one, good. Riggs tonight with his seventh point. It's 14-10. to 10. Ames with the lead over Dowling. I know this is not the football score, but we're in the first, we're in the second half, second quarter, first half, if you will. <laughs> second free throw, good. Big possession there by the Maroons. And, all, again, great job out of Ryan Riggs to keep it alive and then to knock down his free throws. Riggs will take a seat at the bench. He'll get a well-earned rest. Andrew Lynch comes in for Dowling. Let's set the Maroon lineup. Michael Keel, Matt Stillwell, Omaha Ballou, Andrew Lynch, and Drew Daniel, the five and the four. We haven't seen Simon Daniel tonight. He had a big steal against North in the final stages of that win that Dowling had on Tuesday night. And we haven't seen Simon yet. I believe he's uh, – Injured. He's in street clothes tonight. Is he really? That's, he's on the end of the bench. So I don't know exactly oh. what it is, but it is street clothes. Yep, there he is down there. As uh, the play goes in front of uh, us in the Dowling bench, we're across from the scorer's table. Here's a steal by Michael Kill, and his layup up and good. The basketball there count. There you go, Grandma and Grandpa CC. And a foul on Ames. It'll be on Cooper Downs, his second, and he anticipated that pass. A lot of film study there, I think, by Michael. I think you're right, and I think the Dowling Maroons have to do more of that. As they run this deliberate offense, you got to kind of anticipate a little bit, try and see if you can get a, a cheapy or an easy one, just like that. Great job by Michael. 16 foul on Ames and an and one coming up for Michael Keel. Keel, a 5'10 senior, averaging three and a half points, two and a half assists, and a 76% free throw shooter. It's no good. Rebound Ames and Strawhacker. Jonah has it, and he gives it to Cooper Downs, who's playing with two fouls here. 14-13 is our score. Michael a chance to tie it and give Dowling his first. Well, they haven't had their first lead of the night. No, but Maroon's kind of come out of 3-2 zone. I see that. They're working underneath the Phillips. His shot off the glass too strong, no good for Ames. Rebound Dowling and Daniel. Keel down court. In the corner goes to Stillwell. Fakes the three. Dribble drives in the lane. Gets underneath to Lynch. His reverse layup. Good. And Dowling has their first lead, 15-14 over Ames. 
Nice assist that time as Lynch gets his first basket off the bench for Dowling. Yeah, this size in the zone I think is causing Ames some trouble right now. Ames back to their passing game. Dowling in their zone. They've got Phillips at the free throw line and everybody else spread out. And head coach Vance Downs calls out a set play for his son Cooper. Now skip pass over in the corner to Brooks for three. It's no good. He hit that last uh, time. Rebound Dowling. Two on two. Still well down the lane. Left-handed shot. No good. A whistle and a foul on DeLisi. And he'll pick up his second foul and Matt Stillwell to the line. Yeah, I would have said that's the last guy he want to leave accidentally open in the back of the zone. Uh, and he missed it. Uh, Again, that leads to Dowling getting a quick uh, defensive rebound, rebound and then out in fa- transition. So two free throws coming up for Matt Stillwell, who has three, bo- three points tonight. As he got the start, as he did against North, after coming off that severe ankle sprain that he suffered in the win over Dubuque Hempstead. Back on February 1st, Maroons uh, defeated 10th-ranked Hempstead 51-42 to start a four-game winning streak. Second free throw also good, so both free throws good. Stillwell three for three at the line tonight. He's got five points, and Dowling's lead is now three. 17-14 over Ames. Maroons are extending that 3-2 zone full court. And now a timeout called by head coach Vance down in Ames. With a minute 44 remaining here in the second quarter, this will be a full timeout. We will take a one-minute break with the score. Dowling 17, Ames 14 in the boys' contest. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls improved their record to 18-3. They defeat Ames 58-55 to move into the postseason tournament. And we'll be back with more from the Ames gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Ames Gym out of the Ames timeout. Little Cyclones with four timeouts remaining. Dowling has all five of theirs, minute and a half remaining in the first half. We'll catch up with the Dowling girls basketball team at halftime with an interview. The Dowling girls are winners tonight, as we mentioned, 58-55. Had a comfort behind to defeat Ames, and they'll move into tournament play next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, and they will host Des Moines Lincoln at 5 o'clock at the Dowling Gym in the girls' regional semifinal. Dowling boys now playing defense. They'll have to do it for about a minute. That's usually what happens after about 15 or so passes, uh, Kevin. Yeah, again, you get a little lead on them, though, and they're not going to be able to do this for long. But, again, Dowling's up three, 55 seconds left in the half. I found what I was looking for. (laughs) Uh Aha. 
Aim shot 80% from the field and 84% from three-point range the first two times these two teams met. Corner three by Ames, no good. Left it way short, and I think it was Craffle, and the ball goes out of bounds. Joey Townsell said it'll be Ames basketball as that shot was way short. It was a corner three from the left side. I think it was DeLisi that missed it. He followed his shot, and the ball poked out of bounds by Dowling. 40 seconds remaining in the half. Ames will inbound it. Here's Cooper Downs with it. Gets it over to Brooks for three. Up good. Oh, you can't let him get hot. Deshaun Brooks with his second three-pointer of the night. Eighth point of the game for Brooks. And we're tied at 17 with 25 seconds remaining. And the Maroons might play for one shot. And Coach O'Connor may use a timeout. We'll see if he wants to. Yeah, 15 seconds on the clock. Mike Keogh dribbling the ball out towards half court. Oh, he just dribbling in one spot. Ames going to let him. Ten seconds remaining. And now Keogh dribble handoff to Daniel. To Stillwell. Everything goes through Matt. Matt turns the corner, gets it back to Daniel. Drew for a long three. Up good at the horn of Tumi and Sun's three-pointer. And we go to halftime with Dowling leading Ames 20-17. to 17. The Maroons outscoring Ames 13-7 to 7 in that second quarter. And Drew Daniel with his first three points tonight. It was a Tumi and Sun's three-pointer. Tumi and Sun's 15-01 Southeast First Street. I'm sure they're busy on Valentine's Day night. 515-282-7976 for takeout. Along with uh, Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadeo, live from the Ames Gym. How about that set play at the uh, at the end there by the Maroons? Just when you think Stillwell is going to take it down the lane like he normally does, here comes Drew Daniel, and Stillwell gets the assist. Yeah, great pass from Stillwell as he was penetrating the help came. He dumped it off to Drew, and again, not only is that just a big shot, uh, to end the half, but the, the Maroons will get the ball to start the half, so that could turn into a, a five- or six-point possession. All right, we'll go to halftime here at the Ames Little Cyclones gym, and it's Dowling Boys leading Ames 20-17. to 17. When we return, we'll catch up with head coach Kristen Meyer, the Dowling Girls head coach, as the Dowling Girls defeat Ames in game one of our doubleheader, 58-55. Dowling Girls will go into tournament play with a record of 18-3. and three. And along with Kevin O'Hare, Mark Hamadale, David Beltram is our studio producer. Back with more from Ames High School on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at MercyDesMoines.org. And we're back here at the Ames Gymnasium. Mark Amadale, Kevin O'Hare on St. Valentine's Day night. Dowling boys lean at halftime 20-17. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls a winner. 58-55 over Ames. And we're joined by the Dowling girls head basketball coach, Kristen Meyer. Coach, thanks for joining us here on Valentine's Day here in Ames. And I think you said it right. How cute is this? These little, uh, I would say, elementary 
students of Ames doing a little dance here for Valentine's Day. With glow Day. sticks in the dark, that is adorable. This is what O'Hare used to do in grade school, I think. Yeah, exactly. Didn't it? You guys I think You mean last week. <laughs> I, I swear I walked into the gym last week, and the lights were off, and he had glow sticks, and he was dancing. There you go, Kevin. Got me. Got me. <laughs> that is awesome. What a game in game one. This is kind of like, I know you had the week off, fresh legs and all that, and here Ames comes out. I know they're coming off a win. They did play on Tuesday, and uh, you came out with a win. Hey, it's a win. It's a road win. It's Ames. It's a rival. And uh, Joel did everything he could to take it away from you. But free throws down the stretch. Ames missed 10 in that fourth quarter, as you probably saw on your score sheet, Coach. But, uh, hey, you win in advance, and you go into the tournaments now. you got eight days off. You play Des Moines Lincoln in the first round. You go in with an 18-3 and record and a number two seed. you got to like your, uh, your regional. But before we get to that, let's talk about tonight's game. A lot happened, a lot of different lineups. Caitlin was in foul trouble, and kids that you don't normally have to rely on stepped up tonight, and hats off to your kids for uh, figuring all that out tonight, Coach. Yeah, thank you. I, I thought Ames played really well. Caroline Wade, holy moly. Oh, she came out, and, I mean, not only her threes, but her, her shots are little teardrop shots in the lane. Uh, she's a tough one to guard. We had, you know, our 6'1", 6'2", girls coming to, to put a hand up, and she still was making them over them. Um, kind of remind me of Maya McDermott from uh, Johnson in a, a roundabout way. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, defensively, I didn't think uh, it was definitely it wasn't our best game of the season, um, especially in the first half. They seemed they scored or shot free throws on almost every possession. And we like to get out and run and score in transition, but that's pretty hard to do if uh, the other team scores every possession. So we struggled a little bit there. Our three-point shooting wasn't the best tonight. But as you mentioned, we found a way to win a tight ball game against a very good team. So uh, we'll, we'll take our three-point win and run out of here. Well, with Caitlin in foul trouble, you had to sit her down several times tonight. And your kids really responded well. I thought they went to Lexi Bowles a lot, and you got some uh, nice points there. But uh, the kids played well. They played determined, and they didn't play like, hey, our leading scorer, the girl who's an All-American and an Olympian, is not out there. What are we going to do? They didn't panic. Yeah, and that's what we talked about in the locker room after the game. I think we showed our maturity. You know, we're, we're kind of an upperclassman heavy team, and uh, it was good to see us, you know, not panic when we were down in the fourth quarter and not panic when, you know, Caitlin was on the bench and just have different girls step up, and uh, so it's definitely a good win for us. So I literally wrote down one name because I really thought mm -hmm. she was a player of the game, in all honesty, Lexi Bowles. So obviously I think it was – late third quarter early fourth too but i thought everybody did a really good job of feeding her mm -hmm. but her getting both arms up and not letting defense come around her and just her post position her post presence uh she made a kick out to ella who hit a three when she got doubled mm -hmm. but i thought lexi gave unbelievable minutes and again i don't get a chance because i play the same time we play the same time you guys do to see your team but i thought lexi bowles was awesome tonight yeah, she had a great third quarter, and, and that's one of those coming into the game we thought our post could be kind of dominant. Last time we played Ames, they combined eight for eight from the field, and so we need to get them touches, and sometimes we weren't patient enough, but especially once Caitlin uh, subbed out there in the third quarter, and we went to Lexi because we knew she could score, um, she did a really nice job, and you know, the past week or two, uh, Coach Danner and Coach Babnat have really been working with our post on that post positioning, posting apart, keeping both uh, elbows up, you know, like you mentioned, and just catch and finish strong to the rim, so uh, as you mentioned, that was a, a good good couple minutes she gave us there in the third to spark us offensively. Well, Coach, you had the week off, and as I was telling Kevin and, and Coach O'Connor, you get in those routines. You know, you're playing Tuesday, Friday. Some One week I think you had Monday, Tuesday, Friday. But the kids get used to routine. 
Well, that's nice to have a week off, but now you're going to have another eight days off. So, you know, a lot of time to kind of break stuff down. You kind of mentioned that with the assistant coaches and what you guys do to, you know, you, you do back go back to skill work, almost like summer camp where you're going through skill work. But having that week off, not playing from the Urbandale win on senior night till tonight, mm-hmm. uh, do, you, do you think your team was a little sluggish or how did you feel how they came out, especially on the road trip up here? Not that we go more than a half hour outside right. Des Moines, but this is not a very long road trip. Your thoughts on that? You know, I, I thought we had a good week of practice, and, you know, we gave them Wednesday off because this is a part of the season where you're right, you want to break down a few things and get a bunch of shots up, but kids are also tired. Coaches are tired, and so it's that fine line of getting some rest to keep them fresh but also fine-tuning some of your, your fundamental skills. And tonight I wasn't overly impressed with some of our fundamental skills. Uh, we'll go back and watch some film, and um, it, we'll be okay. So if I'm right here, you play next Saturday. Mm-hmm. So what will your schedule be like starting with a day off maybe tomorrow? And, again, I'm speculating. I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, or start back up Sunday or Monday and get back into a routine or kind of what's your schedule leading into next Saturday? Sure. Uh, tomorrow's off. Sunday we'll go uh, in the afternoon like we normally do. Monday, actually, we have a, a team dinner and, and uh, kind of like a senior dinner where we invite senior parents. So we won't practice that day. Um, and then we'll practice Tuesday through Friday. We'll probably keep those fairly short. Um, and the kids don't have school Thursday and Friday, so bring them in, get a bunch of shots up, and just try to uh, maybe put in a few more wrinkles or, or just a few fundamental things that we got to get better at. Well, you take on Des Moines-Lincoln on a, a week from tomorrow. That's a 5 o'clock game. They've moved all the regional semifinals to 5 o'clock on Saturday, which makes sense if you have all day to travel. And then uh, if you're fortunate enough to get through Lincoln. On the bottom bracket, Sioux City East is the uh, number two seed in your region. And they face the winner of Roosevelt and Jefferson. And for some reason, I see Des Moines Roosevelt coming through all that, and they'll have to go through Sioux City East. But they're a very athletic team, and we faced them already this year over at the Roosevelt Gym. Yeah, as you mentioned, I think Roosevelt's got a shot to to knock them off. Um, I haven't seen a lot of film on Sioux City East yet, and they've got, you know, some good players. They've got one player that's really, really strong for them. So, um, you know, we'll prepare for both teams and and see how it goes. And, and our, our assistant coaches do a great job uh, with our helping with our scouting reports. And we'll make sure we're ready to go by the, the time we find out who we've got. Now, Coach O'Hare, I know it's Valentine's Day night. You're next to me because that's no date. I said that about six times tonight, Coach Meyer. At least. And the officials are already on him. They remember him from his days of playing. <laughs> and, Coach, especially this guy here. Uh, look, he's not acting bashful, by the way, Joey Towns that we're talking about. But tomorrow is Coach Meyer's birthday. So we want to wish you a happy birthday, happy Coach. Birthday. Yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. You know, the, the news guy, the media guy has got to find all this out. And, and I have very limited social media. But, uh Coach, how are you going to celebrate? Back up to the old country, or you, you don't have practice tomorrow? Uh, no, uh, we've got an all-conference meeting, so oh, what a way to uh, start the day! Be fun. Um, Haggling there. Basketball season uh, is pretty much basketball season, so I, I don't get too worked <laughs> That's up. That's code we'll, for we'll party bus downtown. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, the meeting's Bed not by all nine. day. <laughs> the meeting is not all day, Kevin. It's a morning meeting. It's going to take a while. Yeah, Caitlin Clark, this, and you know a few others, and we we'll move, move on. on. Yeah, move right on. Quick. See? Yeah. All right. Well, well Coach, uh, anything you want to say to our listeners? you got to be looking forward to you got eight days off. Mm-hmm. How are you going to fill time? Um, and I want to know how many players besides Caitlin can beat this guy one-on-one because he does a one-on-one against all the students at Dowling at one point. Well, we'll probably start uh, grabbing his guys to, to go against us for a scout team once they finish up. Uh, we've had a few of his guys come in, and, uh-huh. and they do a really nice job of helping us out. So we, we appreciate the ninth-grade boys team helping us out. Are they well-coached when they come out of uh, Coach O'Hare's? 
Yeah. Are they? The, yeah. the discouraging thing is they are way more excited to go to her practice than they are mine. <laughs> I literally get text messages, can we help them out tonight? I'm like, of wow. Of course they do. This is where yeah. we're at. Well, you don't have to do fundamental work. You can just get to play. Right. It's, it's, they just want to look. And you get to play against, you know, you high school look. girls. So right. it's, it's not a bad deal for All right. them. All right. Guys are raising their hands, That's let me right. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Meyer, thank you for joining us. Congratulations on the win. I know you're co-champs from the CIML mm-hmm. Central Conference, depending on what Johnson did tonight. They won. And, uh, well, you're co-champs. And we'll see you next Saturday uh, against Des Moines Lincoln. Congratulations on the number one seed, and we'll talk to you during the postseason. All right. Yeah. Thank you very Congrats. much. Congrats. And Thanks. happy birthday. And happy birthday. Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls head basketball coach, will take a break and come back as uh, Dowling leads Ames 20-17 back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tamiya and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TamiyaandSons.net. Hey, welcome back to the Ames Little Cyclones Gymnasium. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. We're underway here in the second half. Dowling boys leading 22-17. Ryan Riggs gets the first basket on Dowling's first possession. He now has 10 points to lead the Maroons in scoring. Ames with the basketball, and they had their shot blocked. And now a turnover by the Little Cyclones on their second possession. Keel with it in the front court to Daniel for three. It's up and short. Rebound Riggs. And Ryan shot underneath the basket too deep. No good. Rebound Ames. Yeah, I don't think Ryan knew how wide open he was there on that offensive rebound. Uh, now timeout called by Ames. We'll keep it here. 6-15 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling boys lead 22-17 over Ames. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. We want to thank Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls basketball coach, for joining us at halftime. And we want to thank our supporters and sponsors of Iowa Catholic Radio's coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports for our 43rd year, including Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. And let's run down the scoring in the first half for Ames. They were led by Keyshawn Brooks with eight points. He had a pair of three-pointers and two for two at the free throw line. Three points for Jamison DeLisi, and two points each for Jonas Strawhacker, Patrick Craffle with two points and two points for Corey Phillips. Ames four for four at the free throw line in the first half. For Dowling, Maroons are, are led by, right now, Ryan Riggs with ten points. He had eight at halftime. Five points for Matt Stilwell. Three points for Drew Daniel. Two points for Michael Keel. The Maroons were seven to seven at the first half at the free throw line. Uh, Ames outscored Dowling ten to seven at the end of the first quarter. And the Maroons outscored Ames 13 to seven in the second quarter. And the Maroons led by three at halftime. The lead is now five. 
Ames with the ball. Phillips underneath is shot good right over Drew Daniel from the right block. Yeah, Maroons came out in a 3-2 zone there. Ames did a really good job moving the ball and finding Corey Phillips on the short corner. Here's Drew Daniel with it for Dowling, and he attacks the glass, and a reach-in foul called on Ames. I think they're going to get Delisi with the foul, and that will be his third, if I'm not mistaken. See what Joey Townsell drew up, and it is. Yeah, and uh, Ames is going to come out in their own 2-3 zone. And Ames already has a short bench, Kevin, as uh, we know. He's only used uh, two players. Jay Rathy and Patrick Craffel came off the bench underneath. Riggs, and he puts it down right in the lane. Riggs with his 12th point. Yeah, good position by Riggs, a good find by Dowling. Uh, really easy bucket right there for Ryan. Dowling's lead is 5, 24-19 over Ames. Not a bad crowd here. Great entertainment here at halftime. They had the little kids with the glow sticks. Kind of remind me of Kevin O'Hare at halftime. <laughs> right, right. Back in the day. All right, here is Brooks in the lane. His shot up and def- we had three people around him. It's no good. Rebound cleared out of there by Riggs and Dowling. Here's Keel in the front court for the Maroons. Leaves it for Daniel. He'll launch a three. It's off the back iron. No good. Rebound Ames and Strawhacker. Big shot right there for Drew. He was wide open. Uh, I think he hits that shot. They go up eight. It, it takes Ames away from what they're trying to do a little bit on the offensive end. Well, I'll start counting passes. Ames uh, with their offense, and they're not in any hurry. Trailing by five. They're going to try to break the maroon defense down. Straw hacker, dribble hand off the Cooper Downs. Out to Brooks, guarded by Ballou. Bo Ryan, Wisconsin offense. <laughs> it just, yeah, but he's got a 30, he had a 30 That's second true. shot clock. That's true. To, to deal with. And now the ball out of bounds as Straw hacker loses on right in front of the Ames bench. It'll be Dowling basketball on the turnover. Yeah, they had a shot clock. Wow, you're right. Minute and a half the Dowling defense had. I counted three times in that first half, at least three. The Maroons held them without a score last time. Ames shot over 80% from the field. They were 84% from three-point range at Dowling. Underneath Riggs, and he gets loose on Corey Phillips, and he shoots and scores. Ryan Riggs yeah, with again, his 14-point. They're going to continue to go through Ryan Riggs. Uh, he's got such a size advantage on Corey Phillips. Uh, is if he can get really low post position like that, it's going to make it easy. A lot of you listeners probably think you're missing something right now, but you're not because Ames was just passing the ball around. But we did get a steal by Drew Daniel. <laughs> Cooper Downs is passed, stolen away by Drew Daniel. Gets it out to Keel. Dowling in the front court. 345 remaining underneath Riggs. A shot up and good. And Ryan has the touch tonight right around the basket. And a timeout called by Ames. This will be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. Riggs with 16 points. Leads Dowling in scoring. And our score, 342 remaining third quarter. Dowling 28. Ames 19, back in one minute, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dr. Ray Gurendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. 
And welcome back to the Ames Gym. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadeo. Dowling with a little 1-2-2 full court pressure. Maroons lead 28-19. This is Dowling's largest lead of the night by nine over the Ames Little Cyclones. Now Ames works it down court, and Brooks' shot is no good. And the rebound cleared out of there by Dowling, and Brooks had that ball go all the way around, thought it was going in, and it fell off to the side. That was a great move by Keyshawn Brooks. Dowling by nine. This is their largest lead of the night. They're working inside to Riggs, back out to Stillwell. Matt jumps in the lane, can't get a shot off, leaves it for Riggs on the baseline. His shot up and good, a little floater by Ryan Riggs, and boy, is he looking sharp tonight. Uh, Ames 19, Ryan Riggs 18. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Ryan's playing great tonight. 18 points for Riggs, 30-19, to 19, Dowling by 11. Yeah, and again, get, getting that 11th double-digit lead. Now it's taking Ames away from the 15, 16 passes, and they're going to take some tough shots here, and there's one of them right there. Straw hacker for three. It's no good left wing. Rebound Drew Daniel and Dowling. And now Ames goes back in the zone. If I'm Dowling, now you can play a little slower. That's right. You don't want to get out of your rhythm. Underneath Stillwell, he tried to hand it off, a little pass underneath the blue, and he threw it away out of bounds. It'll be Ames basketball. Good idea. I think uh, Ames has a new guy coming in right now, too. They're going to go eight deep with, uh, who is this, number 12 for Ames. Into the game, Sam. Sam Burtonen. He enters the game for the first That's time. The head football coach is, who's now retired. Bruce is the head football coach for many years at Ames, retiring from coaching and teaching. That's his son, and they're going to go deep into their bench. And we got a 10-second call. Good defense by the Maroons. Riedel and uh, Stillwell in the backcourt, and Riggs and Daniel and Keo in the backcourt and in the frontcourt <laughs> denied and uh, forced a 10-second count. Here against Ames. Turnover against the Little Cyclones. It'll be dialing basketball here over here. Yeah, two, How about minutes, that? two minutes, ten seconds left. Really good job by the Maroons there. Dialing with the ball. Possession arrow favors Ames here in the third quarter. Riggs, a power dribble, can't get a shot off. Leads it for Stillwell. He'll launch a three in the corner. It's no good right side. Rebound Phillips and Ames. Corey with a rebound and Ames in transition. Here's Cooper Downs with it. Leads it for Phillips. Top of the key. He won't shoot it. Pascal's right side over to Sam Burton in. with it, being overplayed, and now to Phillips. Phillips guarded by Riggs. He'll take it downtown. Layup is no good. Poked out of bounds off of Riedel. That was a really good aggressive take by Corey Phillips. Uh, I think he got knocked out of his hands by the Maroons. I think Riedel hit it out, or Riggs. They were both uh, kind of converging on him, and Ames will inbound the ball. I think Coach Downs would like to see Corey be a little bit more aggressive uh, like that. That was really good. Dowling's going to check in Joe Straker right now from Mike Keough. Joe Straco in for the Maroons. Or Straco as he's known up here in Ames. <laughs> right. But uh, Joe's in the lineup for Dowling. Joe Straco. Don't be unplugging any of the lines down there, O'Hare. We're good. Maroons on defense. Play man-to-man. They get it out to Keyshawn Brooks. Look him. Look for him to start lighting it up. Ames trailing. Burton in with it. Now to uh, Phillips on the baseline, or rather on the sideline. A whistle and a foul on Dowling. A holding foul on the Maroons. And they'll get, let's see, Drew Daniel with the foul, I believe. Yeah, the Maroons up to this point, and of course I'll jinx it right now, but they've done a great job with Keyshawn Brooks. He's got eight <laughs> points. So the first team foul of Dowling on the second half. Daniel's first foul on a nice inbounds play. Shot no good by Strawhacker. Rebound Ames and a Foul on Dowling as the offensive rebound came out to Phillips. I like Corey. And a 6'5 sophomore will go to the line. 
And Riggs picks up his first fouls. Second team foul on Dowling here in the second half. One on Ames. Maroons by 11, 30 to 19, minute and a half remaining, third quarter. Yeah, both teams are playing a little bit of zone, or a lot of zone, I guess. When you when you see that, you don't see a lot of team fouls. First free throw by Phillips, no good. He has uh, four points tonight. Sat in the bench for most of the first half. He's 420 mark of the first quarter. He picked up his second foul. Second free throw, no good by Corey. A 66% free throw shooter. Rebound Dowling. That's the first two misses tonight for Ames. We're about seven minutes into this third quarter, and Ames only has two points. 30-19 to 19 Dowling. Maroons with a little dribble weave. Ames staying now man-to-man in this possession. They were 2-3 zone earlier. Here's Stillwell trying to work a two-man game with Riggs. Can't do it. Matt with it left wing. Tried to get it inside to Riggs. Nearly lost it. And saved after Downs almost had it. Now Riedel with the reverse layup. In a lane. Good. Matt side and put up a right-handed reverse layup. His first two points tonight. Really, really good aggressive take by Matt Riedel and a great finish. And Dowling by 13 over Ames. Little Cyclones with it. Here's Cooper Downs with it. These guys next to us are awful quiet. The student body for Ames. I mean, they're just on the uh, other side of the railing here and haven't heard from them in a while. And a whistle to foul on Dowling. And foul starting to add up for Dowling. As they'll foul, they'll call that on Ryan Riggs, his second. And that'll get Lynch in the lineup, and Riggs will check out. 38 seconds remaining, third quarter in this boys' contest. Final regular season doubleheader here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ames and Dowling. Central Conference matchup. 32-19's our score. Dowling with its largest lead of the night. Ames with the ball. Brooks with it. Keyshawn backs up. Gets it over to Strawhacker. He'll dribble to the right side. Over to Vertonen. Sam now gets it to Phillips. Guarded by Lynch. Backdoor cut and Phillips pass to Lynch. Or Phillips is no good. Phillips' pass to Brooks, excuse me, is no good with the shot. Rebound Dowling. That was a, a good look. Lid on the hoop for the, the side, little Cyclones there. This was Dowling last month against these two. And now Stillwell's double team. And bodies on the floor, and we've got a jump ball called. As both teams efforting a timeout as they normally do, and jump ball says Joey Townsell. I don't know if you're the Maroons right there. The jump ball goes to Ames with 1.6 left. I think you give them that, and then you get the ball to start the Absolutely. fourth quarter. Absolutely. So Cooper Downs will throw it in. This is a young man who's a quarterback in the basketball team. Gets to Brooks. He'll launch the three-pointer at the buzzer, and he missed everything. It's no good. We've come to the end of three quarters of play with the score. Dowling. 32, Ames 19 in this boys' contest. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future.
And we're back here at the Ames Gym as Dowling with the ball out of the start the fourth quarter. And Riggs checks back in the lineup, but he shoots and scores. 20 points for Ryan Riggs to lead Dowling tonight. And the Maroons now with their largest lead, 34-19 over Ames. A 15-point lead as we start the fourth quarter. Mark Amadale, Kevin O'Hare sitting in tonight as Steve Devinney and Mike Swain have the night off. Coach O'Hare, the Dowling boys freshman coach, joining me. A corner three, no good by Brooks for Ames. Rebound Dowling. The Maroons now will bring it down court. Ames stays in man-to-man. We saw zone once. Keel from the free throw line is shot no good. Rebound Phillips and the Ames Little Cyclones here, Coach. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the Maroons held Ames to just two points there in the third quarter. Yep, Dowling outscored Ames 12-2 in that third quarter. Phillips with it, top of the key over Riggs. His shot no good. Ballou with the rebound. It's Matt Stillwell, Michael Keel, Omaha Ballou, Drew Daniel, and Ryan Riggs, the five that started the game for Dowling, on the floor now. And here's Stillwell, turnaround shot in the left block, no good. Well defended that time by Cooper Downs of Ames. Rebound comes out to Little Cyclones. Downs in the front court to Brooks. You know, Dowling's doing a great job of just allowing one shot, and Ames isn't getting very many second-chance or offensive rebounds, so Dowling's doing a really good job there. Ames right to left in front of us. Dowling stays man-to-man. This is DeLisi with it. And now Stillwell jumps the pass. He tried to defend uh, Brooks from getting the basketball, and he commits the foul. And I'm at Stillwell, his first foul. Yeah, and again, only team foul number four, so you're not into a, too much Check trouble that. here. You got a 15-point lead. Check that. Second foul on Matt Stillwell. And team foul number four on Dowling. One on Ames. That may cause Ames problems when they may need to foul. Depends on how this goes. In the final couple minutes. Yeah, and they're going to have to probably come out of that zone here at some point pretty quickly and go man-to-man. All right, here's Phillips with it for Ames. And his pass bounces off the head of Cooper Downs. He didn't expect it. Out of bounds to Dowling. Another unforced turnover for the Little Cyclones. Not a bad crowd here. We had great entertainment between at halftime of both the girls and the boys' games. And I just mentioned to the Ames administrator next to me how well-behaved their student body is. Now, granted, they haven't had a whole lot to cheer for in this game, but they were a lot of fun to listen to in that first game and came down to the wire with the Dowling girls a winner tonight. Now we got a technical foul called on Brooks, I believe. Keyshawn hit the deck, and officials are sorting to get out. 6-0-1 remaining fourth quarter, Dowling 34, Ames 19, and we're going to have a technical free throws being shot as uh, officials now get together. Our lead official is Scott Cook. He's the one that called the technical foul, and we'll wait for the announcement coming for Dowling. Keel or Stillwell will shoot it. Yeah, I think you're seeing some. I think it's on Brooks, I'm going to guess. I think you're right. And it, it is. It's his first. I think you're just seeing some frustration on Ames. Again, the last bucket, it's been two points in the last 10 minutes of game time and the last probably 25 minutes of actual time. So. And free throw good by Stillwell. He'll get a second technical free throw, and it's good. So Maroons increase their lead to 36-19. i got to give Stillwell a hard time. Out of all these great shooters we have on our team, OC is going to give him the technical shots. That's impressive. Here, Keo. Drew Daniel? Stillwell's a 75% free throw shooter. Keel's 76. All right, 75. And, and Daniel's a 50% free throw shooter. I stand corrected. Obviously, you coach Daniel more than the other two. I stand corrected. <laughs> Dowling with the ball. 36-19 is our score. Dowling with the lead. Baloo with it in the rigs. Kicks it out to Stillwell. Won't shoot the three. And Dowling will 
reset their offense. Aim stays man-to-man. Blue with it. Maroons trying to run some clock here with a 17-point lead. And the basketball still well. Fakes the three, now takes the three. It's up off the mark, no good. And the weak side rebound comes off to Rathy in their frames. Jay Rathy, a 6'2 senior. And now Keel with the steal all the way down court. Layup good as he picked the pass from Cooper Downs. And a basket by Keel, his fourth point. I can see the CCs in Springfield, Illinois, jumping <laughs> up and down right now. As the Dowling fans behind us are. 38-19, Dowling by 19 over Ames. Here's Downs with it in the front court, left wing, guarded by Keel. And a bad pass by Downs, stolen away by Stillwell. Down court to Daniel, and he'll flush it through. Slam dunk by Drew Daniel. And a timeout, Ames. It's all Dowling, and that is, that is Daniel's fifth point of the night. Our score, Dowling 40, Ames 19, a 21-point lead for the Maroons, 4.50 remaining Fourth quarter, back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Ames Gym. Dowling extends its lead to 40-19 to over the Ames Little Cyclones. A 21-point lead, their largest of the night. Mark Amadale and Kevin O'Hare tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling 40, Ames 19. Four and a half minutes remaining fourth quarter. Coach, can you believe it? Yeah, and Coach Downs made a couple subs. I know he's brought in a player or two here that hasn't played. He's, he's frustrated with uh, a couple of his key players, uh, right. a couple of his starters tonight. We'll pick them up. Here's Craffle for three. He's one of them they brought in. No good. For Ames, rebound Dowling. Michael Keel, Matt Stilwell, Omaha Baloo, Drew Daniel, and Ryan Riggs. The five starters out there for Dowling with a 21-point lead. Maroon's next game is next Tuesday at Des Moines Lincoln. Shooting in the roundhouse. That's one of your favorite spots. As Maroon's try to work it inside, and ball tipped out of bounds by Craffle. Be Dowling basketball. Yeah, we're going to all play over at the roundhouse next week. Which Freshman. Is fun. Because normally, There's obviously, no girls. girls is yeah, done. And girls normally, we play at their middle school. Yeah, should say the Dowling girls. Well, actually, all the uh, 5A girls are done playing their regular season. Postseason starts for some of them on Wednesday night. And now here's Riggs in the lane. It's shot up and good from the left baseline over Craffle. Riggs with 22 points tonight. Great game by Ryan Riggs. You see OC going to empty a little bit of the bench. Not necessarily. He's going to bring in Andrew Lynch for Ryan Riggs. I think Ryan Riggs will get a really good applause. From the crowd, he's been awesome tonight. Dowling by 23, 42-19 Maroons, three and a half minutes remaining, fourth quarter. Ames with the basketball, and in the lane, a shot up and no good as attacking the baseline is Delisi, and a foul on Dowling, and Delisi with a couple free throws coming. Daniel picks up the foul, his second. That's on Drew Daniel. Again, Simon Daniel not dressed tonight. 
Injury in the game in the win over North. As a free throw by Delisi is good. Delisi with four points tonight to lead Ames. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you in part by Mercy One, R&R Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Two Rivers Glass and Doors. Second free throw is good by Delisi. He has five points. It's 42-21, Dowling over Ames here in the fourth quarter with three and a half minutes remaining. On the St. Valentine's Day and evening, Lynch in the lineup for Dowling. He has the ball, gets to Blue in the corner to Straco. Joe dribble drives into traffic, kicks it out to Riedel, fakes the three, now puts the ball on the floor, gets it over to Ballou for three in the left corner, up, good! Omaha Ballou with his first three points of the night. And it's 45-21, Dowling by 24, their largest lead of the night with three minutes remaining. I, I'm, I mean, the Maroons, I mean, they've only given up four points in thir- over 13 minutes of second half playing time. You're off the scouting assignments. You're off the bench. You're, on the, you're in the booth. That's what you're going to do O'Hare. You've been uh, pretty good luck for the boys. The girls, not so much. How'd the girls do tonight? They won, but oh, barely. Okay. Didn't win like they normally did. Oh, so they now won. you got to win by a certain amount. Rathy with three-pointer frames. No good while we were talking, trying to talk through that mess. Rebound Dowling. Here's Daniel with it. With two and a half minutes remaining. Ballou again for three. On the right corner, it's off the rim. No good. Rito, weak side rebound. And he goes to the floor, and we've got a tie-up on the floor between Riedel and an Ames player, a Cole attack. And a Cole and Riedel, Matt kind of hit the funny bone on his left elbow. He'll be fine. A couple subs in for the Maroons, Sam Hughes, Jr., and senior Will Yergay. And Yergay, I don't care how good of an athlete you are, O'Hare, Yergay will beat you in golf. I guarantee it. Hands down. He is. The guy is 6'5 and a senior. You know who he'll, who he'll lose to, though? His brother Jackson. Oh, yeah. He's been around tonight. Yeah. I saw him earlier. Another brother. He's one, of, he's one of the the team managers in the basketball team, and now whistling a foul. It's Ames with the basketball. Delisi will go back to the line to foul on Riedel, and I'm at his second. And I asked him, we had Will Yerge on a couple times this year on the postgame show, and I asked him about his favorite coaches, you know, he's got golf coach and basketball coach. I think he might be out for another. He says, not Kevin O'Hare. Yeah, I don't think about, he said that. Uh, if he had something like that, I'll have to get that get Coach Swain to verify that. But <laughs> ask him about all the choices of coaches, you know, Ron Gray in golf and <laughs> Michael Connor. He says, not Kevin O'Hare is all I heard. Is that there's some truth to that with uh, Will Yergay? truth to that. Yeah. A couple more subs into the game for the Maroons. Oh, we that's have a Mikey good, Chase. good segue there. And Adam Bialzak. Free throw no good by Delisi. He'll have one more. 45-21. Dowling has this in hand. Second free throw by Delisi is good. I wonder how you do with a lie detector test. I'm not, very, I'm not guessing very well. Is there one needed? Yes. Anytime that something comes out of that amazing now, mouth I, ears. I, I did not say you've got to go back and uh, mark the tape. I didn't say it was over the air. <laughs> it might have been. I, I said, well, we won't upstage the. Long-time Dowling freshman boys coach Kevin O'Hare will. We'll just keep it between us. Dowling with the ball, and here's Hughes for a corner three. Up and good. Mikey Chase. Oh, Mikey Chase in there. Yeah. Me. Mikey Chase for three. And that is his second three of the year, 48-22 Dowling. Better get this lineup in here. They did wholesale substitution. Riedel's the one player in the rotation that's still in. Mikey Chase in there for Dowling. Also, we mentioned Will Yergay. 
And here's Ames with a shot on the baseline by Rathy. That's good. That's his first two points. 48-24 Dowling, a minute 15 to play. Maroons in the front court. Mikey Chase. Pass over to Sam Hughes. Now to Riedel coming off a ball screen in the lane. Gets it over in the corner again for Chase for three. It's no good. Ball slapped around. Bodies to the floor. As your gaze amongst the uh, action there. Also in there, as you mentioned, Adam Belize. Bialzak. And more players coming in. We'll see Jack Gretke. Jack Gretke and Dylan Smith. I think they've cleared everybody. Simon Daniel did not dress tonight. Injured for the Maroons. Didn't hear the severity of that because he played in that last seconds of the North game. So he must have got injured in practice either yesterday or on Wednesday. Maroons with the ball. Final minute. 48-24 Maroons over Ames. Dowling's going to come away with the win and they'll win five in a row and snap a four-game losing streak to the Little Cyclones. Maroons last win here was three years ago and underneath Bialzek with the shot. A real year game with the shot. It's no good. Excuse me. After the miss by Dowling. Rebound Ames with 30 seconds remaining. 48-24 Maroons. Yeah, again, Ames has all their subs in. They've got a lot of sophomores that are playing right now. Yes, they do. Tate Zalaski in there, a junior. A lot of promise for them coming up the pipeline. The little Cyclones now working underneath, and the ball tipped out of bounds as the other way we go. It'll be Dowling basketball in the final 10 seconds. 48-24. Seven-point second half for Ames. Uh, yeah. It's really good job by the Maroons. Five points in the fourth quarter and two in the third quarter. As Dowling outscored Ames in the second half, 28-7 to to win it, 48-24, our final score here. So it's a doubleheader sweep on the road in the CIML Central Conference tonight, uh, Kevin O'Hare is a Dowling girls, a winner tonight in game one by the score of 58-55. And the Dowling boys, a winner, 48-24 in game two. So congratulations to Michael Connor. The Dowling boys now 13-6 on the season. They have two games remaining in their regular season. As next Tuesday, we'll be at the Roundhouse at Des Moines-Lincoln, a place I put a lot of shots up in my day because I live not too far from there. And haven't done too much. They spruced it up, new lighting, and uh, you'll remember, tough place to shoot. And it'll be Dowling and Lincoln. We'll be on the air at 7.30 Tuesday night. And I'll be having the Swain reunion. Mike Swain will join me, and his dad is going to be in tow. The former coaches there at Lincoln will join me for the broadcast, 7.30 on Tuesday. And then Friday, the final regular season game for the Dowling boys. They'll host Southeast Polk. Early start, 6.15 at the Dowling gym, because you and the sophomore team will be playing at the same time at 4.45 a week from tonight. Yeah, it should be a fun week next week. Uh, again, like you said, the Roundhouse is always a great place to play. Tough to shoot, but a fun environment. And then one last home game against a really good Southeast Polk program. All right, we'll take a one-minute break. I know you got to go to uh, head to Cedar Rapids and, and say, as you make your way to Davenport for a weekend reunion. But you're going to stay for the first segment, so we'll be right back. Give me a chance to total things up. Give me your thoughts on this game. And, again, it's a doubleheader sweep for the Dowling team tonight here on the road at Ames. The girls game, second-ranked Dowling improved its record. To 18 and 3, the Dowling girls a winner tonight, 58-55. The Dowling boys take game two with a 48-24 win over Ames. Dowling boys improve their record to 13 and 6, and they're 6 and 4 in Central Conference play. 
Back with more from the Ames Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen using science to transform the world online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Ames Gym. Final score in the boys' contest, Dowling 48, Ames 24. Alongside Kevin O'Hare, Mark Hamadell, and Kevin, I want to thank you for sitting in both games tonight as our Valentine uh, cohorts that are usually with me, taking their wives out to Valentine's. Steve Devaney and his beautiful bride, Tracy, grandparents for the first time this year, and, of course, uh, Mike Swain and his lovely bride, Molly. I'm sure they're out doing the Valentine's deal. Mrs. Amadale and I will be going out tomorrow night. She had her flowers delivered today. And here you are next to me on Valentine's Day. I want to say this in the post-game show. I want to make sure everybody got their cars. They're warming their cars up. Got the electric start going here in Ames. It's cold. And listen to that. Uh, and you're here next to me. My, Kevin, you can always be my Valentine. And I appreciate you hanging around tonight for both games. I think our listeners did too. So thank you. And uh, happy Valentine's Day, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I always love to do it. Sometimes you have to give the girls a night off. So I decided to give them a wow. night off tonight. Uh, wow. But don't worry, <laughs> ladies, I will be back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. Yeah, we've already got texts regarding that uh, from people that said, yeah, sure. No, this is always a blast for me. I love it. I appreciate it. And uh, you do a amazing job as much as that hurts to say oh i appreciate the the comments and i know it's it, it, you know you you sit here and it, just in warm-ups the kids that you've coached you know some of them are playing a lot some of them are in the you know not in the rotation but you know what they're part of the team and i know you teach that from whether you're a starter a reserve or somebody who gets very limited minutes you got to be part of the team because if you're on the team that means the coach thinks you're gonna be a big piece of the puzzle in some way, contribute. And I know that's your challenge every year. You get uh, 24 kids to choose from, an A and B as a freshman coach at Dowling, but it gets windled down to uh, sophomore year, uh, four, 15 players, and then, of course, uh, varsity year. Now you're combining all the classes for 15, so it all gets whittled down. But no matter what your part is, uh, you know, be a big part of it. And uh, you teach that, and uh, I can see all the kids coming over. And some of them were starters, some of them weren't, and uh, they all know their their role, and they all respect you, Coach uh, Coach O'Hare, and I mean that sincerely. As much as I kid you, right. uh, appreciate what you do. 19 years at Dowling, over 300 wins, and the development that continues on. And uh, as Coach O'Connor said when he got his 200th win the other night, it's coaches like you that are a big part of it. He's just the guy in charge running the whole show, and, and uh, it's the contributions from others that help. And that, in, that includes Steve Devinney and what he does with the uh, – the, the basketball, the, the, the youth, the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, and his group. Right. No, and I think OC will always say the the right thing, which is all that, but the the reality is he puts in so much work. It's ridiculous. Um, 
And although there's a ton of people behind the scenes, again, starting probably with his wife, he'd be the first to admit it, uh, 200 wins. That's a lot of wins for anybody, and uh, a lot of that falls on his shoulders and his back, and he deserves every single one of them as he does a really, really good job with our program. He certainly does. Again, the Dowling boys a winner tonight, 48-24. And uh, the Maroons are looking at some of the pre-totals that I got added up here. Uh, Dowling a perfect 9-for-9 nine nine at the free throw line tonight. Ames was a perfect 4-for-4 four four at halftime from the free throw line. They finished 7-of-10 at the line, but no players in double figures for Ames. Dowling had uh, one player in double figures, and that was Ryan Riggs tonight. They fed him the ball. He was the one that was open against uh, Ames' zone and man-to-man. Ryan finished with 22 points to lead Dowling in the win. Yeah, Ryan was fantastic tonight. Uh, again, I thought everybody played a really good game, played their part, played their role. As the second half lead started to open up, I think guys got more comfortable. Um, but, again, playing from the inside out is what the Maroons are going to have to do and what they did tonight. Well, they certainly did, and uh, we'll run down that scoring. But, uh, Kevin O'Hare, appreciate you sitting in. I know you've got uh, two games this week. You play at Lincoln on Tuesday, and you're home on uh, Thursday now. They move the games up uh, from Friday. It's Tuesday and Thursday as Dowling we play next Thursday against uh, Southeast Polk. And if uh, it'll be a boys-only contest, Southeast Polk, wrestling team will be probably in the hunt for state wrestling and on friday is semifinal round night so they've asked to move their game with dowling from friday to thursday and we'll be on tuesday and thursday next week the game on thursday will be at 6 15 for the varsity game your game will start at 4 45 i'm guessing the small gym is up with the dowling sophomores in the large gym or maybe not i don't know how that works you and coach o'connor and mary pick and tom wilson can sort all that out but your game will be at 4.45 on Thursday, and you'll be at the Lincoln Gym on Tuesday uh, at uh, 4.45 in the Roundhouse. Yeah, should be a fun week, and I think, uh, again, I don't care where they put us Tuesday, but uh, I think with Hank and the Softs playing a lot of big gym games throughout mm-hmm. the year, they sometimes like to throw us a bone, but, again, it doesn't matter to us. I know we'll be excited to play next week. Well, Kevin, we appreciate you uh, sticking around for both games tonight, and I want to wish you happy and safe travels to you as you head to the Cedar Rapids and on to uh, Davenport for your uh, St. Ambrose reunion. My brother is a class of, uh, of St. Ambrose. I don't know which one. I think I, f- I forgot. It. it took him a while to graduate. He's the one that's a priest in Ankeny up uh, yeah. just down the road. So he, he's a St. Ambrose B. As I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of wear and tear in those dorms back in the day in the uh, early '80s. So know the campus well and. Say hi to Ray Shevlin, the longtime men's basketball coach and former athletic director. He's a good friend of our family, and I know yours. And uh, enjoy your time over there, my friend. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me tonight. All right. Any shout-outs before you go? No, I mean. uh, About three dates you turned down tonight is what I was told on Twitter. You turned down three dates. Somebody put that up there. I don't want to let those those out right now. Okay. uh, I didn't think so. No, but I I, I want to thank uh, your two followers who have listened to you religiously and then i want to thank the, the 4800 <laughs> followers who uh, joined us tonight uh, since you brought the 18 wow i appreciate that thanks for that kevin o'hare thank you thank safe you, my travels friend. my friend i appreciate it that'll wrap up our broadcast tonight and we'll go through the uh, uh scoring here in a moment and we will start with the dowling uh team as they got the win tonight in the boys contest 48 24 as uh, the Maroons were led by Ryan Riggs, who said earlier, 22 points on the evening for Ryan, seven points for Matt Stilwell, five points for uh, Drew Daniel, uh, running out scoring for Dowling, four points for Michael Keel, uh, three points each for Mikey Chase and for Omaha Blue, and two points for Matt Riedel. As the Maroons went nine for nine at the free throw line. For Ames, they were led by Keyshawn Brooks with eight points tonight, six points for Jamison DeLisi. 
Four points for Corey Phillips, and then two points each for Jonas Strawhacker, Jay Rathy off the bench for two, and Patrick Craffle for two to lead Ames. Little Cyclones were 7-10 to 10 from the free throw line. And a reminder how the game started. Ames jumped out to a 10-7 lead at the end of the first quarter. Dowling outscored Ames in the second quarter, 13-7. The Maroons led 20-17 at halftime. Dowling outscored Ames 12-2 in the third quarter. The Maroons led 32-19 going into the fourth quarter. And uh, Dowling outscored Ames 16-5 in the fourth quarter to win it 48-24. And that will wrap things up from the Ames uh, gym. We want to thank our sponsors tonight, include Ashford Vision, Construction Professionals, our thanks also to Kemen, Dental Associates. Our thanks also to R&R Realty Group, Catholic Tuition Organization, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Mercy One. And, of course, uh, to me and Sons, they were our three-point made baskets for Dowling Sponsor, 1501 Southeast 1st Street. Don't forget, you can call in for takeout, 515-282-7976, or order online at tomeandsons.net. And a reminder, uh, the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference will be one week from tomorrow. That will be Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites Hotel in downtown Des Moines. The conference will run from 8 until noon. Doors open at 6.30. Uh, mass will be offered uh, by Bishop Johnson at 7.30. And the speakers are Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell, along with uh, Man Up show host Joe Stopoulos, and emceed by John Leonetti. Get your tickets online at iowacatholicradio.com. Click on events, purchase the tickets for $20. And that should wrap up our broadcast here from uh, the Ames Little Cyclone Gym. Our thanks also to our folks behind the scenes. Our studio producer tonight has been David Beltram, executive director of Iowa Catholic Radio's Tony Calumet. We want to thank the business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio as we've been broadcasting Dowling Sports for the last 43 years. Our thanks also to Judge Johnston, Ian Smith from Ames High School, the athletic administration here. Head girls coach at Ames, Joel Sullivan. Our thanks also to Boys coach uh, Vance Downs and his staff. Our next broadcast will be this Tuesday night, February 18th, from the Lincoln Gym as Dowling Boys take on Des Moines Lincoln. We'll go on the air at 7.30 with our pregame show. Tipping off at 7.40. Join Mike Swain and me for the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. For my broadcast partner tonight, uh, Kevin O'Hare, I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for listening and tuning in to 1150 AM, 88.5 and 94.5 FM. And also streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. We thank you for uh, tuning in and hope you join us for our next broadcast next week. We'll have three games, Tuesday night from Des Moines Lincoln. Thursday night will be Southeast Polk and Dowling. Yes, that game is on a Thursday night next week. And then on Saturday, the Dowling girls open up regional play as they will host Lincoln at 5 o'clock next Saturday. Once again, for studio producer David Beltram, I'm Mark Amadell. Thanks for listening. And once again, from the Ames Gym, saying good night and so long from Ames High School. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.